Yes, sir. Time to break out the big, the bottom, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday. It has been a long time. We've been social distancing in the backyard and quarantining. I, I didn't say quarantining. We've been quarantining. That was post-quarantine, where we've had a couple of circles of friends, and we've had a couple of things going on. But I am a firm believer in wearing masks, so I, sir, am not a mask hole. All right, I'm going out in public squares, public places, you know, picking up stuff from Chick-fil-A. Thank you for the curbside mobile orders, y'all. I appreciate that. You know, I'm masking up. So, anyway, we were long overdue to kind of get back and hang out and just chill in the basement, have some beverages, have some drinks, shoot the breeze. And just try to have a good time, man. It's been a stressful couple of months. Uh, obviously, I got two two little kids, so we've been very busy with the stay-at-home parent role and balancing work and everything that goes with that. So uh, hats off to everybody out there finding a way to survive and thrive and, and keep on plugging, man. It's, it's definitely a tough deal. Lots of stuff has been going on in the sports world. Not so many games. That's okay. There's lots of content. We'll see what we can get to tonight. Consider this kind of a welcome back. Consider this, we're getting our toes in the water. It's like the pool, man. The first time back at the pool, we're just going to dip our toes in, you know, get in a little bit. You know, that first splash in the pool, you're like, oh, it's a little cold. I can feel it shrinking up. Ah, turtling. You know, so it just give us a minute to warm back up, right? Give us a few minutes to warm back up, y'all. Uh, we got the beverages. I don't know if this is going to be like we're just dipping in the pool or we're going full cannonball. We'll kind of see how this goes, right? We're just going to try to have a little fun. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, as somebody that is a, a, a Redskins fan, this week has really sucked fat bags of ass for a lot of different reasons. And it has been a, a, a long-standing dumpster fire uh, of an organization, which apparently is going to continue, no matter what they call it, no matter what they name it. Um, so that's that, it's just been a crap week. Uh, so we have a couple of things to get to with that specifically, and we'll see where else we go. We'll try to have some fun. And I don't know, hopefully you enjoy the ride. We'll see what the journey is. Usually when we've had a big layoff, it's a little bit a little herky-jerky, a little humpy-bumpy. So, I don't know, maybe it will be a cannonball back in the pool. We'll see. But first and foremost, man, let's do it. Let's get old Shannon the Twitter Terminator McGuffin back up in this piece. Yo. Can cannonball, bitch. <laughs> cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Philip Rivers knows how to make a big splash. That's why he's got that football team of a family, brother. <laughs> uh, he just jumps right on in there every time. <laughs> Ain't no toe dip in there. Slip, slip and slide, baby. Slip and slide, man. Woo! <laughs> Full on. Like, dude, like the Navy, man. Full speed ahead, brother. That's right. I'm telling you. You know he's going to be coaching a Little League football team of just his family in a few years. <laughs> hey, he, he don't wear sunscreen. He doesn't believe in protection, so. <laughs> Dude, I don't, we... Now look, now look, we did, we did have we did have a couple of <laughs> we, nice, nice. Look out of the gates, out of the gates. You've been saving that one. Uh, that was good. I actually just thought of it. And, so. Well, whoo. Uh, you know, we did have a couple of catch up hangout recording sessions, but I, we never published any of those because they they got a little overtly political and really into the the coronavirus and COVID nineteen and. Um, we felt that was really better more for us. I keep meaning to go back and slice out some of the sports stuff. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I won't. Who knows? We have them. Uh, but I, I don't know that those episodes ever see the light of day. I think they're really probably going to end up being more for 
us more than anything else. But uh, maybe I'll trim some of the sports stuff out of that. But either way, it's still weird to me that Philip Rivers is a Colt. That's still strange to me. I hope you're ready for uh, this season. Although, you know, to be fair, as good as if we have a season, mind you, um, as good as that roster is, I mean, I think it's it's reasonable to at least have a one-year resurgence for Rivers. Um, yes. Plenty of rage face, which will do wonderfully well. So, we'll Although see. This, this yeah. will be different for him because he has a really good offensive line, so the protection should be a lot better. Well, well we all know that man needs a lot of protection. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> but a couple, couple good running backs, mm-hmm. and we sh- mm-hmm. should focus more on the running backs. But so uh, let's, let's hope we get there. Let's, yeah, well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes tweeted out like, "We ain't got a plan in order, and the deadline's coming up." So yeah, I, I mean, don't it, know what these people are doing. No, I, I, you know, it's like I'd like to be really excited about the NBA bubble. Uh, maybe not as excited as some of the dudes that are like crossing the line to pick up foods from Uber Eats or whatever. Uh, <laughs> come on, man! Come on, man! You gotta know better than that. I, look, they got like a what? Do they, what do they call it? The NBA snitch line, <laughs> where the players can report people that violate stuff. Uh, who was that dude? Rashawn? Why can't I think of his name? Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, there it was. Uh, my one of my favorite things with uh, Rashawn Holmes. His mom tweeted at him. I don't know if you guys saw this. So he violated the quarantine in the NBA bubble for picking up food from his delivery driver. And his mom <laughs> tweeted that you only cross the line for your mama's cooking. And I was not in Florida, sir. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> Mama has spoken. Ma- Mama knows best. Should have been listening to that one. Um, but we'll see. How- I mean, you know, we're going to get a couple of things that give us an idea of how things are going to operate going forward. Now, the flip side of that. Whether it's baseball, whether it's the NBA, and the NBA is is going to be different than really any of the other leagues because they're so self-contained with this bubble, uh, depending on how they manage it. You know, MLB is going to be another kind of experiment going out. Granted, there's going to be a lot of players that you know opt out. Uh, plenty of stars have done that, uh, so it's going to be a weird season. Everything's going to be strange, condensed or shortened or missing weeks or whatever it's going to be. I really have no idea what we're in for when it comes to college football, the NFL, MLB, NBA. I mean, we can talk about the games and hopefully these things pan out and play out and they can do it, but you don't know what it's going to be like. You don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know how well this stuff's going to go. Who's going to end up, you know, testing positive for the Rona? Um, you got Russell Westbrook testing positive. Who? I mean, have they figured out what's going on with Harden yet? Has he shown up yet? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just so many, there's so many variables in play Everything's just going to be wild, man. It's just going to be a best way to look at it. We're on the Rona roller coaster, man. You know, and if we get games, great. But I think all of us have to be prepared for the reality that they might get started and then it just all falls apart. Uh, so it, it it's going to suck. You know, uh, I'd like to believe that we're going to trend in the right direction and we're going to get games and they're going to do these things. But you know, the the. <laughs> The way things are trending in certain areas of the country, it's hard to have a lot of confidence that that is going to happen. We can argue about all the all the stuff about that till the cows come home. We obviously have a lot of differing opinions uh, on it. But I, re- I read an interesting line that said, um, you know, and wherever you fall is wherever you fall. But I read a really interesting line that said, when you when you mix politics with science, you get politics, <laughs> and that's what it is, right? So it, it, it's just 2020 is going to be bumpy, man. So just just keep hanging on. Anywho, I guess, Shannon, I, I probably stole your thunder a little bit on your intro. Sorry about that. 
I get. I guess when you mix a positive with a negative, you get a negative. So that that's algebra for you right there. Yeah. Well, I guess I should have given you this song, dropping bombs over here. Anyway. <laughs> nah, I prefer Snoop Dogg, man. Yeah. Thank you for that. Me too. Anyway, all right. Next up, the one and only D Stat. Yeah, our favorite degenerate with his new flavorful seven line. Almost said nine line, but seven line, right? Mets hat. Yeah, there you go. Nine line's one of those companies I bought a mask from, and I have a pretty. That's my big dog. I mean business mask. Leave me alone. Uh, that one. I bought a lot for the kids, for me, for the fam. So we're covered. But anyway, you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, here you go. Three brew and fun. I just wanted to give you like an extra one in there just for good measure because it's been a lot of months you know what I mean it's been a lot of months since I've heard you drop uh, the woo like Shannon would say sometimes it feels like the first time yeah you know I was saving that but uh, you know that's right. much like the first time you you went too soon man (laughs) that's what what happens with these things right (laughs) So you thanks for the accidental setup. Of course. Uh, did you eat that? Uh, did you have some frozen peas in Shannon's honor? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I might have. Wait, what did you bring up? Un- in, unintentionally. In, in the warm up, it was the the mac and cheese day or whatever. Yeah, it was National Mac and Cheese Day yesterday. So wife prepped up some mac and cheese, and then we had some peas on the side. And as soon as I saw the peas, I just immediately was like, I clearly a I don't have peas a lot. And B I think of McGuffin, so you know, good old bag of peas. <laughs> think of how many how many Corona babies were born because they didn't have the March Madness frozen bag of peas off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Vasectomy madness or whatever they call it. It's true. It still hurts that we didn't have March Madness, man. Like, yeah, I know. It's just, God. it's BS. Imagine how it's terrible so you feel if you're a Dayton fan, right? Oh my god, they would have. They had a good chance, man. Yeah, Shannon, this is dedicated to you. Thank you. That's all right, I'll take it. Uh oh, here you go. Here you go, McGuffin. Happily shooting blanks. Love it. I'm shooting blanks. <laughs> Shooting blanks, brother. Still shooting. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. All right. Well, shoot your shot. After the news I told you guys earlier, I'm glad to be shooting blanks. Trust me. Oh, man. Both of my daughters are now, quote unquote, women. Women. So if you can't figure that out, that's on you. Yeah, well. I know they won't be interning with the Redskins anytime soon. I know that. Nope. <laughs> I will be breaking out Arnold at that point. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I will choke my, a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Named Dan Snyder. Yeah, that's right. All right, uh, Mark, it's just, uh, I don't know, like any, any rando, fun, anything you want to share real quick? Because we bring everybody in. <laughs> I can't think of any random. I'm doing good. Why is your hair well. purple? I'm alive. Is it blue? It's are you purple. are you Smurfy the blue? The purple, the purple, the purple, purple. Sold up, yeah, right. I mean, that's I was about a, I mean, probably at least five weeks ago. Um, so you know, it's uh, anybody who's looking to you know do the you know 
work at home uh, dye job, Splat. Splat makes damn good. Uh, so we tried a bunch more other brands that honestly people talk about more, but it just did work for my hair. But but you have dark just, hair. I well, I know, but every time I bleached it first. So even right. with the other stuff, I, I bleached it. Um, but uh, Splats, not a sponsor. They want to. <laughs> Why not? Um, but uh, no, it's holding up great. So uh, you know, yeah. even the, the tip of the goatee is still purple, and uh, you know, I just like the it. tip. Yeah, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Hashtag Redskins things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Too soon. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's what she said. Hey, you man. know. Accurate. Haven't you missed that? <laughs> I said we were going to talk about news. We haven't even gotten the news yet. Let's see. What are we? What are we? With 13 minutes in, people are like, "Can y'all talk about some actual news?" No, y'all. We got oh. mo- we got months and months of intro to get out of the way. Come on. <laughs> you know how this goes. <laughs> Anyway, all right, all right. I guess I, I guess we can bring some other people in. Why not? Fresh from working out at the gym, caffeinating up, even though he's tired and the struggle is real. Is the one of the only gated gals. What up, brother? <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot. Like, yeah, you're right. I mean, my, the gym going back to the gym has been kind of neat just because it's feels like some form of normalcy. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it's still like. Look, there's hardly anybody here because people just don't want to go outside, and I don't blame them. But, so sometimes it feels like the first time. <laughs> I see what Sorry. You're there. For fuck's sake, man! Come on, can we get these intros? Apparently <laughs> <Nope>. not. <laughs> episode, episode is sponsored by Foreigner. <laughs> Which means we are not sponsored by Trump. <laughs> Stole my life. <laughs> We'd have been thrown out a long time ago. <laughs> the only ice around here is the ice in my beverage, y'all. That's it. <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. We've saved up lots of bad jokes, apparently. Together we'll make How is that Woo. different from any other it's time not. record? It's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, I mean, like... <laughs> humor's a release, though. Like, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a dark humor person, so... I have a fairly warped sense of humor, um, but but it's just but it's like therapeutic, right? I mean, you know, going to a comedy show and and or those things, and you know, you get to laugh about some stuff that it's it's just difficult to wrap your head around. And and twenty twenty is just a dumpster fire of a damn year. I mean, think about all the stuff. I mean, like there, like you have history books that are like all kinds of time. I mean, twenty twenty deserves its own like not a chapter. Twenty twenty, and we're not even. You know, we're in July, dude. 2020 deserves this in, uh, like a whole course and its own book. Uh, it's just a, it's just unbelievable. So, y'all, y'all remember at the end of last year and they're like, 2020 is going to be lit. <laughs> like all, all these holidays were on the weekends. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're all just going to get. Can't wait. Yeah. No. It no. didn't happen. 2020 is the damn Leroy Jenkins of years, dude. Oh. <laughs> <for fuck's sake. laughs> 
you know what I'm saying? Good call. Just just rushing in and just blow it up, and it's just like a, a big fat bag of fail. That's 2020, man. We we thought it was gonna be awesome, but no. What the fail? Honestly, my answer is no. No, sadly, I don't, I don't feel like I can remember that anymore. I'd like to be able to. I feel like that would be a mild comfort, maybe, to be able to at least remember. Do you, do you remember how happy? No. Do you remember how happy? Like in dog years for us. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, like, there's, there's like chapters of the year, right? Like, you know, Tiger King is its own like self-contained thing. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> like, not, doesn't that feel like that's forever ago now? It yeah. does. I mean, oh see, lord! See how much how much white hair is coming in my goatee? <laughs> yeah, a lot. Pissing me off. Shit, it's already. Bro, you're grayer than me. This. You're grayer than me, pops. <laughs> I know. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> That's why you're dying your hair purple. You're gonna be all right. Probably need to dye the whole goatee purple. Yeah. You, Just it. wait till you hit thirty, bro. <laughs> no, it's gonna suck. <laughs> I, I, have, I have. I don't like admitting this, but I actually like somebody. I, I don't know somebody through work or something I met the other day. And I told him I was thirty-eight, and then I was like, "Son of a bitch! Now I'm thirty-seven. I'm already good." Ah. <laughs> it was I'm, I'm, you rounded up because of the gray. Myself. <laughs> You're in your thirty-eighth year. <sighs> man, we got a little D stat rage going on there. <laughs> yeah, yes. man. Philip Rivers would be proud. He's pushing it, bro. <laughs> I thought Shannon was the only salt and pepper kind of person going on around here, but nope. D stat's getting getting hammered with it too. How about that? That's all right. You, you, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be the first one of us that can get an official sponsorship by Just for Men, and you can just comb some color back in. Your beard is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why not, man? Why not? Oh Lord, I don't really have a song for Whitfield. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't show up on a regular basis. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, you know. Intro roulette. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, mm, can I do that one? Can I do that one? Let's see. It's gotta be Britney Spears, though, right? Yeah, Britney <laughs> <Hell> Spears. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, ain't no, ain't no Britney Spears. Oh, actually, you know what? We can do that. Oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I think that, I think that's on point. I think we can give you, I think we can give you a Britney song. Why not? I, I'm kind of liking that. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're How the hell did I know this one was gonna come up? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? We'll go with that. That's right. Our very own fantasy fail horn, the one and only Matthew Philip West Whitfield. What up, brah? Ain't no damn fantasy sports is what's going on. I know, man. I gotta tell you, uh, we. I know we've talked about it um, off and on. I don't know how on earth like we can even be like, well, we're gonna have fantasy leagues this year. I just. <laughs> I feel like they might as well just be parked this year and just let it be. You know what I mean? It's just such a mess. Such all a mess. DraftKings and FanDuel uh, get a lot of my money. Yeah, well, lineups. Well, <laughs> d- daily fantasy's fine because yeah. you know that that's a whole different thing. But like a full season, like a full draft, all all that stuff. I mean, who knows what on earth things are going to be? By the way, have you gotten your uh, Jordan Love jersey yet? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just curious. Trade them. 
<laughs> just trade him. <laughs> trade to Dallas. <laughs> Man, you just drafted him. You can't trade him. Hey, look, if Danica Patrick just dumped Aaron Rodgers, maybe the Packers will too. What are you worried about? Oh, 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 oh. Damn. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, that's right. Oh, you gotta know I was gonna bring that back, did you? <laughs> Come back to my starting spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's tough, man. There's like so much stuff I want to talk about, man. So much stuff I want to talk about, and of course, Shannon's bringing up sex dolls and oh, <laughs> railroad tracks. <laughs> Oh. What you want to talk about tonight? Redskins? No, sex dolls. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I, I they... feel like we should just leave that without context, so we don't go back to it. So it's just <laughs> Shannon wanted to talk about sex dolls. That's it. <laughs> Feels like the first time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they were found by the train tracks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> mm. I guess Where's that's the. Make your mind up on what kind of train came through. Whoa. I'm drinking a 12% beer, so yes. <laughs> that explains why you almost fell out of your chair. You needed it. Oh. Well, that, that what? Justin caught me off guard and about that I saw. <laughs> I mean, did they bar, bar them from South Korea? Was it a South Korean soccer team or baseball oh team? I don't God, remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, Justin, why that <laughs> oh my god, man. Uh, years ago, years ago, were you, Matt, were you with us at one time? We were at, I don't remember if it was Chili's or Applebee's. We were in our 20s, man. There was a big group of us. And um, it was with Wilson and a whole Chicken bunch of other. Mudslides. Yeah, <laughs> that was back in the, yeah, the, the, the White Russians and Mudslides days. That's right. And uh, we had some server that just acted like a total jerk ass. I'm usually a really good tipper, and so like it, it, you have to do something. You have to be extra for me to be like, nah. <laughs> and this guy, I don't even remember what he did, but I, you know, I, I didn't leave a particularly big tip. And he actually walked outside and and like got up in my face and started yelling at me. And I I told him he had a five. Yeah, I was <laughs> he, had, he had a he had a five point of entry blow up doll as a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and it, like the guy just didn't know what else to say, so he just. I want me some glory. <laughs> he should have said that. Get off my lawn! Get off her lawn! Five five point of injury blow up doll, dude. Um. <laughs> And so anyway, I hadn't thought about I hadn't thought about that story. And were you there for that? Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Oh man, that was great. Oh my. God. Hey, hey, Todd. Aren't you glad we're back? Oh. Holy Toledo. Okay, so sex dolls, blow up dolls, and Todd. Somehow that seems like a really unfortunate transition for him. 
Oh, yikes. <laughs> no, he is supposed to be getting uh, some of the Hardywood Christmas beers in for July. So Good. If you want some hmm. nice-aged Christmas beers, you should be hmm. getting those in soon. Oh, man. Hot get a... tip, and we're not talking about uh, a burner. <laughs> they make a cream for that, Shannon. <laughs> 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 oh my god well this is some much needed therapy yeah. right now alright so like humorous therapy so we'll, we'll you know yeah that's you know, clearly we needed a lot of laughs out of the gate to start <laughs> dealing with the rest of this stuff oh my god oh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had to wipe some. I had to wipe some sweat out of my eye on that one. I've been laughing so hard, man. Hey, this new computer puts out a monstrous amount of heat. So when I close the office door, like it's just it warms up in here really quick. Oh, yeah, that's what happens when you have a tower the size of a, you know, a Yugo up on your desk. But that's okay. Hmm. <laughs> It may also be the fact that I, I think I mispoured this second drink. <laughs> it feels. Uh -oh. It feels. It feel, feel, Rod Gardner on it feel, It's a smidge. Rob, it's not a full Rod Gardner. It's a smidge. It's a smidge robusto though. So you know what we need. You know what we need. You know what we need. We need a damn. We've talked about sex dolls and hardly any sports. We damn well need a salute clock. <laughs> we do. Yeah. All I was right. gonna say it's 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 a it's a semi rod, but that sounds really inappropriate. <laughs> so I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> mm, look, man. <laughs> grower, not a shower. <laughs> this is <laughs> Rage Face Rivers knows all about his semi rods. Yeah, the, uh, the semi rod sounds like the Chris Cooley playbook episode, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 he was trying to find a play all right oh holy toledo well i told you 2020 was leroy jenkins apparently this episode of sports resort we oh total shock if we're gonna go salute the clock you got to give us the right song and you know what I'm talking about. Little John. Oh, you want to go all right. Well, I don't let yeah. me add that to uh we'll go salute the clock. We gotta go we, correct. We can we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. It's been a long time. I can add it add that up. There we go. There we go. If you're not here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, get ready to get fucked up. Let's do it. Alright. So uh <laughs> I am enjoying a maker's mark. Uh, which I'd be drinking straight, but Lord knows if I was going through Maker's Mark at this rate, I'd be on the floor before the end of this podcast. So I did go ahead and I mixed it up. So I've got some of my Mexico and some Maker's Mark, which is a dangerous combination. I had a couple of these when we were at the pool the other day. A uh, friend's pool, not a public pool. So if we were just hanging out on, with our quarantine. And uh, I made the unfortunate mistake of Rod Gardner and those things. And for people that might be new to the podcast, the Rod Gardner drink is a 50-50. Because that's about what it was like throwing footballs to Rod Gardner with the Redskins. Old 50-50. 
and Lord knows I was a lot extra that afternoon. Let me tell you. Woo! Buddy, talk about cannonballs in the pool. That got dangerous really quickly, but I felt I felt like an absolute champ for a couple of hours, and then I didn't. But for a little while, it was glorious. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely seen you that little extra before. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of oh, that time. Like, I took a baseball bat to the table outside. No, that was in the basement. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a lot of extra. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. I might pick out a beer in a, in a little bit, but I don't think I can do a third Makers and Coke. I think that's going to be extra dangerous. So. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the, the nights where you get extra is the nights where I wind up with, like, handprints on my chest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've given you a little slap and tickle a couple times. Ah, <laughs> uh, the glory days. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we've had a few of those. <laughs> wow, Mark. Uh, by the way, what you drinking over there, sir? Uh, I'm enjoying a uh, Peabody Heights uh, Unforgivable Cursed. It's a delicious triple, and it's, it's fantastic, yeah. Nice. Um, and you, you don't have that beer of the month thing anymore, so that was just something you found local, or was it a gift? Yeah, or yeah but, so uh, I love, you know, again, with uh, positives or trying to find silver linings in, in uh in quarantine, uh, we've got a, a brewery that's just a mile away. They, they've got some food too that's damn good, but, uh, but they definitely deliver beers. And so a nice, also. convenient Uber ride away for you. Yeah, <laughs> well, but, but, I mean, they, but they delivered us, so it's great. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I, 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 I get some some beers delivered from time to time, and uh, yeah, good stuff. Nice. Well, good, good. Yeah. You said it, it, what was the name again? Uh, it's Peabody Heights. Um, so, so uh, I say that this is actually isn't from that brewery. Uh, this is from another place that delivers to us. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, how is it you get the first fail of the night talking about the beer you're oh. drinking? It's beer. It's beer. It's delicious. It warms the belly. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm listening to you guys talk about this Rod Gardner character, and I, I realized all along I was like. I don't know who that guy is. You're too all you young. You're too all, young. You, all you grandpas are familiar with this guy, but I'm just going along with it. Like I, I know what's going on. Uh, you look, look. You look like you're going to be an extra in the next Lord of the Rings recast, Gandel. <laughs> you better check yourself, bro. <laughs> it's fair. All right. <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> I mean, there's a drink for Ron Gardner. We need to make a drink for Dave Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we want to be able to live. No, Dave Brown. No. <laughs> no. Oh man. Make one. It's called Everclear. Oh God. No. Well, that's that's alright. You know, one night we ought to just do the Whitfield and just celebrate with Bartles and James. We'll just wine cool it up. That'd be great. Whatever. <laughs> I, got, I got Jimmy Bean. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, you don't. That's Jimmy uh, Bean. Oh, you got an airplane bottle? Man, get out. It's still full. <laughs> I just started drinking. Leave me alone. <laughs> nice. You said, I remember that my first thing of liquor. I bet his ass has some Listerine in that time, damn Justin. thing. <laughs> oh, shit. Not again. I bet it's, I bet it's, I bet it's that glass. I mean, should we just put a nipple on that thing for you? I mean, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Inconceivable. Oh, that's shit. Did you? 
Matt, did you just drink that whole airplane bottle? <laughs> yeah, he just he just chugged the whole fucking thing. <clears throat> yeah, dude, in about ten minutes. You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! You like drinking, singing. You got an ale. You better hydrate. Get some Pepsi and mix it in your belly. <laughs> yeah, good. All right. So Whitfield had a drink and he drank it. <laughs> nice, Randy. What do you have? Well, when I finish uh, hydrating up, I'm going to grab myself a, a Golden Monkey. Nice. Good beer. Good beer. Classic. Um, and I guess... Um, I'm going to tell you right now, what? I want to start drinking beer again. But I only want to drink one beer. Where the hell do I get Broken Skull IPA? You have to order it offline, apparently. Man, fuck that shit. Because well, I've looked for it. Order and... that. <clears throat> you'll find shit, it. get on that. Uh, actually, a buddy of mine in West End has them. I'll have to ask him where he gets them. There you oh. go. So, I'll check with him. Yeah. yeah. Man, jeez. Uh, Shannon, what you got, brother? Dude, I've been saving this for a long, long time. And it's my last one for the season. It's Hardywood, Kentucky Christmas morning, my there man. There you go. Quarantine, I said, first time we record, I'm breaking it out and... There it Four is. Months later, here we go. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Eat shit, dwarf. <laughs> and it is delicious. Mmm. Nice. Hey, Justin, are you eating Funyuns? No. <clears throat> Do you hear me crunching? Not Funyuns. Okay. So what I realized is that... Are you eating that jer uh, the jerky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. some, uh... This is Country Archer beef sticks that I get from Costco. Grass-fed, really good. Some jerky just gives me heartburn. That stuff is like legit though. It's tasty, a little zesty. I don't, I don't end up getting heartburn from it. So like, country archer is legit. We've got yeah, some right now too. That's really good. But uh, I needed something where, <clears throat> like, when we're recording, if I'm like, oh man, I need I need a little food in the belly real quick, I can just pop up, you know, pop one of those and done. So it's on point and it's legit. So, all right, woo, man, <clears throat> we got beverage. This segment brought to you by Country Archer. <laughs> Hell yeah. We will not give you heartburn. <laughs> Actually, Captain, real yeah. quick, where, yeah. where, do you get your where do you get your Mexico from? Costco. Costco. Costco, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. I just have one. You can get them at Aldi, too, but they only have four packs. No, yeah. If you have a Costco buy you, uh, well, if yeah. you're not members, it's a little bit of a different issue. Uh, there are some random places that have them, but the nice thing about getting it at Costco is it's a 24 pack of bottles, and they just have it's like a case of it. And so I might get one of those. It'll last me a couple of months. Now, obviously, if we go to the beach, that kind of thing, or we're doing you know a lot of parties, I'll burn through it. But generally speaking, if I get a case of that, it'll last me several months. Right, because I don't I don't drink a coke every day. I tend to have when I want when I want a cocktail or a mixed drink. You know, I like I like coke mixers. You know what I mean? Um, so whiskey or rum or whatever. Uh, that's what I like. So I mean, I enjoy. Look, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed like you know nice whiskeys on ice and all that kind of stuff too on the rocks. Blah blah blah. But 
it's hard to, to, to like record and drink just straight liquor. Like that's usually, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's a bad idea. Hard uh, slash dangerous. Yeah. yeah, I've done that before, and and there's some episodes that I've forgotten. So, <laughs> so you know, we don't, I don't, I don't. I try to avoid that, and I just stick with like the mixers or, and some beers. It's just easier to manage everything. But uh, anywho, also, go ahead. Also, Justin, I'm yeah. mixing in some uh, country boy uh, brewing out of Georgetown, Kentucky. <clears throat> Shotgun wedding. Nice. So. Nice. Uh, Mark, I did want to know where you got nice this. Nice change of pace. I did, I, did, I did have a question for you. Where did you get this from? Seriously. <laughs> 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 anyway. Uh, that, that came from deep down in, in my heart or my soul or <laughs> yeah. somewhere there. Yeah. Deep down <laughs> some, in your heart and your deep, soul. Deep dark place in there. Yeah. Deep know. dark place. Yeah. 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 I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> all right. Tell where that came from. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, wow, thirty-six minutes in. That might be the longest intro we may have ever done. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Probably no, not. No, no, knowing us, close to it. But well, <clears throat> here's the thing. To be honest, for anybody that's missed us over the past couple of months, they're probably like, "Oh, thank God they went total randomness out of the gate because we got a whole big raft of stupidity uh, just for fun." So, and that's okay. That's part. That's part of the uh, enjoyment with the sports brew. We talk sports. We you know BS with each other. We pick on each other and give each other grief, and then. All the other shenanigans that come along with it. So, uh, by the way, does anybody else feel like twenty twenty is like uh, we're we're all the Bradford Smith on the end of that Jordan beatdown, right? I mean, that's that's a very twenty twenty thing, isn't it? Mark, yeah. have you finally finished the uh, Last Dance? I've been watching it with the wife, so we got caught up in some other stuff. So I'd say I've got three episodes left. Holy crap! Uh, how 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 are you? <laughs> Uh, how, how's uh, how's your show coming? Uh, I think it's called Fargo. It's the same as it's always been. I've quarantined. <laughs> yeah, I, I, qu- I quarantined Fargo in the closet, dude. That thing's gonna <laughs> infect me. <laughs> no, I, I, do, I do need to watch it. I do need. <laughs> I really... And, and, and say, I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I we've, we we're gonna get to it soon. Yeah. That that's all right. We're gonna get to a a a vaccine soon as well, so we know the timelines on that. All right, Shannon, your sex doll story. There's two parts to this. One, uh, this is just the headline: Uh, dead body found alongside Georgia railroad tracks turns out to be sex doll. Come on, y'all. The fully dressed, anatomically correct doll had realistic skin and features. Authorities told the outlet. How they call? How did, they called a coroner, dude? By law, law enforcement officers aren't allowed to touch a deceased person until the coroner arrives. So they placed a sheet over it and waited. Once the coroner arrived, detectives began to check for injuries and instantly realized that the body was, in fact, a sex doll. I know. I just want to know what officer dumped that sex doll and then called <laughs> in the murder. You know, like. God. What dude got his rocks off and just said, or maybe got caught and was like, oh, let me call in a death. It's probably that old server from Chili's or Applebee's or whatever. <laughs> That's probably who it was. No, I hate autoplay videos. I swear to God, these sites are killing me these days. Jesus. You know, I miss I mean, the days when you could, you, could, you could set Chrome up where it would just block all that stuff, and they changed it. I need to I go look for some Justin, other settings. Go ahead. Whatever dude put that sex doll there has no balls. None. No Ballless. Balls. Is that just a shameless, a shameless way to try to get 
You yes. said balls. Shameless. Hey, but, I don't care. I will do what I have to do to get the balls. Yeah. Sound okay. <laughs> will because you now? Damn it. Shin wants to do it live. <laughs> I will do it live. Damn it. Stop. <laughs> I'm trying to get to actual stuff. Sounds you like knew. The, you knew this was going to happen. Yes. Whenever they show the mountain with his girlfriend, you know, that's like the sound bite that, you know, God bless trying to get <laughs> I know. Shannon's off the rails, and I don't care. So, well, all right, fine. Did you want, do you want an off-the-rails story? We got to do it live, man. And... <laughs> yes. Did it ever occur to you he was trying to uh, deflect a little bit to give him some time to find it? That's tomorrow, <laughs> and that is it for maybe. us today. And we will leave you with a... I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. I, I love how Justin and Randy both took big drinks at that point. <laughs> Simultaneously. Yeah. Well, the, the the Bill O'Reilly goes nuts soundbite is a good one to you know, take a take a drink. You know why not? And those of you listening, take a drink. We talking Even about Todd at work. Take not a, a drink. game. Not a game. We talking about practice. That's right. Anyway. Did you want an off the rails? Do we need like serious story and then off the rails? How about this? How about this? I, I, I tell you what. I tell you what. We'll do. We'll, we'll do uh, a, a couple of quick hit stories and then I'll give you off the rails. Um, so Mike Gundy got taken to the woodshed for wearing the uh, the OAN shirt, the One American News Network shirt, and I, I loved how the uh, the uh, Chuba Hubbard right said he wasn't going to do anything, uh, wouldn't have anything to do with uh, OSU until things changed, and some other players came out and backed Hubbard on that. And uh, Gundy and Hubbard got together on it. So we'll see how everything turns out. But, you know, anytime it, it's Gundy. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. It's always that, right? I always think of that. I always think of that. You know, we're, it's an interesting era, right? Whether it's social justice stuff, the coronavirus, uh, BLM. I mean, it, it, this year is just chock full of <laughs> just everything. Like, if you could have a 2020 soap opera, like, you, you, you wouldn't be able to peel your eyes away from this thing, right? If well, aliens, if if we are re- a reality show for any other, like, like alien civilization, you're like, hell yes, 2020 is lit, dude. <laughs> it's just nuts. Just nuts. I mean, can aliens just come take us and bring beer? Can they just take Dan Snyder? Look, they can take Dan Snyder and the South Korea sex dolls have at it. Probe all you want. Get them out of here. Dude, they probably flew by the planet and went, fuck that, and F just took this, off. Dude. To be honest. F this. We're out. <laughs> we're out. We're, we're gone. Like, uh, we're uh, gone. Tire marks outside <laughs> the planet. We're out of here. Uh, yeah, FC Soul got hit with a record fine for placing the sex dolls in the stands, by the way. So that was that was uh, frowned upon. To put it, put it mildly, they got fined a hundred million Korean won, which is uh, the equivalent of eighty-two thousand dollars, for damaging the prestige and integrity of the league after using sex dolls instead of mannequins to fill out empty seats during a K League match. Like my, it, my question <clears throat> is, what's the difference? Were they clothed? <laughs> if they were clothed, I mean, if they're clothed, 
What's the difference? I mean, here's the thing. If their mouths aren't opened up like they're swallowing a hot dog down, right, in the moment, like, who's really going to know? Like, if, if they look like, uh, what's that guy that that, that always bloat, that, that crushes people at the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest? Why can't I think of his name? Oh, uh, I was going to say Joey Buttafuoco, but that's not him. I was getting ready to say, uh, like, Fatone or something, but that's not it. What's up his name? Not Kobayashi. The other guy. Chestnut. Chestnut. Yeah, Chestnut, yes. Yeah. You'd think with Shannon's ball segment a moment ago, he would have remembered Chestnut. Jeez. But, he about Jesus. Damn it, Chestnut. <laughs> You're welcome. Joey Chestnut. But, you know, it, it, if the if the mannequins or the sex dolls don't look like they're sucking down a bunch of hot dogs back to back to back, and they're clothed, like, like, who inspected all of them and be like, yo, wait a second. Maybe some of them were mannequins. I don't know. You know. Or go up to the freaking newscasters and be like, don't do close-ups. Don't, yeah, don't. Stay away. That's all you got to do. Like, literally, like, look, we, <laughs> we got some sex dolls out there. We had to make do with what we had. Don't, Maybe no, don't I mean, it's not like there's a mannequin warehouse that probably had, like, I don't know, 5,000 mannequins ready and waiting, right? Maybe the sex dolls were, were more posable. Maybe that's why that happened. I mean, I'm, that's a realistic thing, right? They got to sit in the seat. Maybe the mannequins only stand up. Maybe they needed the sex dolls for the extra flexibility. Or as you Phoebe from that's Friends would say, point. as Phoebe from Friends would say, extra bendy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyway. I mean, what did they do? Sex. Pose them with, like, flashing the crowd and stuff? I mean, geez. That would have been funny. <laughs> was it, Mark, do you remember, was it uh, was it the Caps game in the playoffs one year where the woman, like, flashed up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the yeah. Nationals. It was. I thought it was the World Series. Oh, yeah. There was that, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man. The World off. Series where the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they got banned from the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, they, I, I think they were doing it as a promotional thing for something else they yeah. were doing, yeah. or they were for working their, for somebody. Their, like, yeah. Website magazine. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that, something like that. Smart, smart advertising. Well, it was effective. I mean, it only yeah, works for, effective advertising Here we go. for that one, you know, like viral advertising or whatever, guerrilla marketing or whatever they call that kind of stuff. I don't know. Whatever. Anywho. Sex dolls in the stands. Welcome to uh, Quarantine Life 2020 edition. There you go. Uh, Side note, Shannon, I will tell you, I think the MIAC canceled all college, well, all football games. I don't don't know if they canceled all fall sports, but I I believe all football games are off the table for the MIAC. Uh, And I was watching, I think it was PTI, and and I want to say they were talking about Army-Navy. I could swear it was PTI, and Kornheiser said if there's only one college football game that gets played, it should be Army-Navy. And the Navy athletic director basically said, if there's one game we're going to play, it's that one. Uh, and they've met every year since 1930. It's scheduled for December. I know it's it's July. It's very early yet. But um, how would you feel if the, you know, obviously it's, it's we have a lot of other stuff going on in the world and in this country. And I know a lot of college football fans will be very disappointed if there's no college football. But if you only get one game, Army-Navy is a hell of a game. Look, man, I, I will tell you this. March Madness not happening hurt my soul. And, look, I understand why it was canceled. It's canceled for the right reasons. And college football being canceled, again, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was depressed when March Madness hit. Like, I hit full depression. 
college football being canceled, I'm kind of on acceptance of that, but I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. If there were one game, of course, I would love to see that one because um, that's we got to kick Army's ass again this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, if if there's not going to be any college football, then. I don't think there should be an Army Navy game. I, know, be- I, I guess it's so tough <clears throat> because with the service academies, it's such a different deal for those players. It is, and, it, and it's important. But I mean, if you think about it, you know, and, and I've really thought about this over the last like week or so, like mm-hmm. when it became kind of apparent that unless the conference power conferences play. You know, we're not going to get college football this year. And um, if the power conferences don't play. This would be the one year that Alabama has a good kicker, wouldn't it? Yes. You know, <laughs> they'll they'll have the best kicker. And then in the spring, he'll tear his quad. So, you know, he'll be out. But, I mean, like, Georgia and Alabama are supposed to play during the season this year. Mm-hmm. Instead of the championship, I think it's Georgia at Alabama. You know, Virginia is supposed to play in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game against somebody. I don't know. You know, it doesn't matter to me. Like, for me, like, once college football hits, that's when we ramp things up. Yeah. And, you know, dude, I, I, I just, I love the college game because, look, I get that a lot of people want the college kids to be played, but, or to get paid, excuse me. But so many of these kids are getting a great education, and I, I, I think that the best of the best probably should get paid, you know, at these big conference in the big schools, big conferences, and all that. I just, you know, just the get after itness, if that if that makes sense to you guys. <laughs> you know, once we're a couple of drinks in, you can make up expressions. That's fine, McGuffin. You know, <laughs> I just, it, you know. Hey guys, let's. It's, is that a rating? Game, is, that, is that a rating in like a match? Like a football get after itness. Game day, you know, just, just you know, the players, you know, game on. Let's fucking go. Yeah, and and that's you. You guys know how I feel. People I know. listening know how I feel. You you feel the same way. Like the shit sucks right now. Like I want people to be able to play in the fall, but in the same respect, like. I don't want someone to lose their life over stupidity. You know, I, I really thought for a while when people started joking around about, uh, you know, look, if, <clears> if you guys don't mask up, there won't be any SEC football in the, this year. You know, like, I thought when they started making football jokes about it. Oh, no, I believe that shit. I was like, all right, man, they got, they got to make SEC, like, mask jokes on this. Like, maybe people will actually take it seriously because they love football that much, right? Nope. They do. <laughs> Nope. But these motherfuckers didn't do it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Here we are. And Sam Jackson, <laughs> make an appearance, please. <laughs> Sam Jackson's always happy to help out. As for you mask holes. Shut the fuck up! Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's what I'm talking about right there. Put your fucking mask <laughs> on and stop being a little bitch. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. Just do it. So we can watch some fucking football in the fall. Cunts. Damn it. Cunts. Thank you. Cunts. Uh, I mean, we, 
else for a month, four weeks. That's all you gotta do. I know. Like I, Two I, cycles. I really, I really thought once they started making like, yo, it, SEC football, man. If you, if you guys don't start handling this, at, like, we're gonna lose football. And I'm gonna be shocked if we have any of that stuff. Dude, I'm gonna be shocked. I was listening to a show this week, and the host uh, he was uh, one of the guys sitting in for Rome this week, uh-huh. and um, he was just making some brilliant points. And I'm just it just depressed the hell out of me. Right. I mean, it really did because like college football is my jam. I know. You, I know. You guys know that, and know. Um, you know, Mark knows that. Kyle, you know. March Madness is my jam. I, I love the NFL, but like my my bread bread and butter is college. I love the college game. Right. I love. You're, you're a college sports guy. I you know it, yeah. it just I, I love the the camaraderie, <clears throat> uh, the spirit, getting after mm-hmm. it. You know, and you know SVP man those those bad beats. I love <laughs> yes. the segment, man. There's some great. There's some <laughs> glorious bad beats, dude. I mean, the SVPs after the Jordan documentaries were some of my oh, they, they were favorites. Wonderful. They were wonderful. Oh, my God. They're dude. still like, on my DVR, by the way. Oh, my God. They would go over mm-hmm. some of the games during Jordan's season mm-hmm. and talk about, well, they're 13-point favorites up by 15, and, oh, they gave up a layup, and, oh, another layup. Oops. So, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. If, if you could only get... And, you know, Mark, I'd be curious to hear your response on this, too. If in this weird coronavirus coronavirus world we're living in, if you only got one college football game this year, what would it be? You're only, guar- uh, you're only guaranteed one. So you, you have to pick the one that you want, the teams that you want. Date doesn't matter. But if it was you only got to see one. And they only played one. What would it be? Bama LSU. All right, Shannon, what you think? Um, same team. I I could go Bama LSU. I was thinking Bama Georgia, just because it would be during the regular season. But um, coming off the national championship. To see how LSU's backups basically do against Alabama this year. I mean, I mean and Tua's Tua's not there, so it don't matter right. at this point. You know, right. yeah, I would love I would love another classic Orgeron sound sound blast. Roll back one, fuck you. Yeah! <laughs> you know that. Dude, dude, you know the funny thing during this freaking quarantine is mm. we sat down as a family and watched the blind side and I Totally just oblivious. Did not realize that Orgeron was the Ole Miss coach at that time. <laughs> when he was recruiting my dude. And like my dude. <laughs> I've never I, I, I gotta tell you, I've never seen that movie. You've I, never seen No, I've I've Side? never watched the Blind Side. I mean I know oh, what it my is. Oh my god, dude. <clears throat> but I've but I've never watched it. It's it's filed under Fargo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> take take it out of the closet and put it on the on the on deck circle. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a good football movie. All right, so the blind it's, side needs to be on deck. It needs to be on deck. All right. Uh, and and put that yeah, 
dude, that, it's look, I get it. You know, I understand it's not a hundred percent realistic what movies are. Well, no, of course it's not. I don't, <clears throat> I don't expect that to be. Maybe. But I mean, it tells the story. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's a movie that tells a story. That is an in-depth review right there. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You know, hey, Justin, that book, it tells a story. Awesome. Uh, you know, it's, it's a movie, but it's about a thing. It's, you know, a, it's a thing. It's a movie about a thing. This stuff happens. It's great. I need a new beer. I'll be back. No, you don't. You, you're telling me that a movie tells a story. You do not need another beer. <laughs> you, yes, I do, because I'm out of beer. And I need that's all right. to be able to have beer to be able to go through this shit that you're all going to put me through. Yeah, we're going to put you through some put you through some crap. That's true. Well, we can take a break because we we probably we're about an hour, so we probably ought to take a break and then we'll come back and we should actually talk about the Redskins thing I said we were going to talk about, and then some other actual stories. Is I can't, that a teaser? It it is a little bit of a teaser. It is. I like that. No. Okay. Yeah. So we've hashtag. That's what she said. Our audience and kept them going and thinking. Oh, they're gonna hammer the Redskins and hour plus in we haven't. Well, you know, you know the, you you know, anytime we come back from having been on break for a long time. How do you fuck that up? (laughs) Oh, we we do it. (laughs) Do you fuck that up? Alcohol. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. That's how that happens. It's, it's like family food. Good answer. Good answer. And it's actually on the board because it's true. Yes. Uh, yeah, we have a good answer in family feud coming up all right. <laughs> There's another teaser for you. Swear to God. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, why don't we take a break so Shannon can get another beer and I'll get a beer, I guess. Is everybody still awake and all right? I'm good. After I caffeinated yeah. up, I'm good to go. Cool. Yes, sir. Did we lose Whitfield? I haven't heard anything out of him in a while. Uh, his... he probably, he's probably paying for the fact that he probably chugged both of those damn bottles. Is he somewhere? Man, can somebody get that man so, like a brown permanent marker for his chair? Can he color that? <laughs> How does a man that's bald <laughs> that can't possibly be using product? bald just like his head. <laughs> How is his... <laughs> chair as bald as he is what is going on over here i mean is <laughs> what happened to that Did he... uh, do you want to know justin no no <laughs> yeah good answer on that one too that he probably bends a sex all over the top of that thing that's probably where all that we want to Rubbing pump you up <laughs> do you remember you know Winfield had some of those Reebok pumps back in the day in the tongue oh, hell yeah no. <laughs> going all lost in powers I see <laughs> I mean yeah there's been a sex doll in that chair who are we fooling <laughs> Actually, you know, that chair looks like. Come on, man. There's two. There's two. There, there's two things that are serious about that chair. <laughs> and quite frankly, 
Anyway, that is just awful. I can't believe we made that joke. Well, I would say we, but... I can't believe it, but okay. <laughs> uh, Matt, we love you. Almost as much as that sex doll does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm, I told you I made this second drink too strong, man. Oh. I get extra vicious on the second one. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Todd, what can I say, man? We owed you lots of bad jokes, so you, you're getting them. You get them here tonight. Anyway. All right, I'll tell you what. We're the sports brew. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break so we can refill our beverages. Lord knows I better not make another mixed drink. I'm kind of tempted to, honestly, just for the hell of it. Yeah, F the beer. You know what? I'm going to make a new one of these. Fuck it. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> oh. Why not, man? We haven't recorded in four months. <laughs> Hell with it. Anyway, uh, as always, you can find us on. Uh, you can find us with our uh, our podcast on. Uh, I can't even remember everything. Who it's the been so. Hell does it? What? LiveSourceCaster dot com still do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can find us on our home feed on Podbean. Keyword just sports and brew. Just look it up. You can track us down. Whether it's iTunes. LiveSportsCaster dot com. There's several. Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> not, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're not on Pornhub. Podcast. Wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whitfield might be on Pornhub. <laughs> That's a different thing. But <laughs> there's probably a fetish for that somewhere. Come on. My name is not George Young. <laughs> <laughs> he lives. But uh, anyway, I'll, 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 I don't know. A keyword is sports and brew, man. You look us up. At whatever service you use, we're probably on it or they steal our feed, one of the two. Uh, it's fine. And Stitcher Radio, we got a lot of stuff covered. Anyway. Stop stealing our shit. Google Play Store, all those good things. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Whitfield, you got time to go ahead and pump one up and rub one out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> From the look at your chair, we know you are. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> what the I don't know. This is great. Maybe I shouldn't make another drink. I don't know. Anyway, we're the sports crew. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And, you know, uh, <laughs> segment two might as well be brought to you by an SNL skit because I think we went out uh, fairly strong. Uh, Whitfield was not <laughs> fully part of the conversation, so he may have missed some of it as we were throwing sex doll jokes on him. But I think, you know, segment two can be brought uh, sponsored by Hans and Franz. I'm not sure which one Whitfield is, but clearly the blow up doll is the other partner in crime. So, because we now we want to, to pump you up, we want to pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, 
you know, we had a lot of fun in the first hour. Lord knows that's going to be interesting on playback, right? Trying to write that description up. I might just have to just be like, we bullshitted for an hour. <laughs> Two words, Justin. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or as we like to say generally on, on this podcast. Let it go, let it go, that is a true story. <laughs> The side note, Shannon, and this actually is a true story. So okay. during our quarantine period, you know, obviously my kids are still pretty little, six and four, and uh, my daughter, who, who who has appreciably large bowel movements, uh, likes to hold them in uh, because she doesn't like having large bowel movements, which of course is a self-fulfilling prophecy of fail, uh, because if you're determined not to poop because you have big poops, well, you hold them in. You're going to have bigger poops. So um, I was having a conversation. So, go ahead. I was going to say there's a couple songs there, Let It Go and Let Me Poop. Well, but so anyway, I was, keep going. Yeah, so I was talking with Sarah, and I said, well, because you know, uh, Chloe loves Frozen. She still loves Frozen. So she still dresses up as, as uh, you know, Elsa fairly consistently. And we've I've seen those both of those movies, which I do like them. I, I know I like to make fun of them. Uh, but both Frozen One and and the sequel Frozen Two, they're really they're they're good movies. I know you can nitpick some stuff about them, but I've heard them enough. I know the songs. I can sing along with them. It's fine. My daughter loves them. So I was telling Sarah, I said, "Hey, if you've never heard it, because we're talking about trying to get Chloe to poop, I'm like, there's a song called Let Me Poop,' and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Sarah, you've never heard this," and she's like. No. And I'm like, oh my god, let's play it for Chloe. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. And keep in mind, I bought a squatty potty with a kid extension, right? And it also came with Dookie, the pooping unicorn. Because <laughs> I thought that... No one coming, no one can see. Because I thought that Chloe would be excited about having a pooping unicorn. So, like, there's a video I have where I'm squeezing the unicorn, and it drops the, um, it was the one that was in the commercial, so it has, like, this snow cone poop that falls out of its butt. <laughs> oh, my God, now I feel like I have to pee. And I was like, we have to play this for Chloe while she's on the toilet to see if we can get her to poop. I hate how this feels. Don't let them know. <laughs> well, now they know. Lindy, I hope your kid is a good pooper. But if not, here's a song for you. Let me poop, can't hold it in anymore. Let me poop, let me poop. I should have closed the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the poop come out. The smell never bothered me anyway. So, of course, Sarah queued it up, and she was like, oh, I can't believe this is real. And uh, I didn't realize how many variants there are of, of that. There's other ones that are like, uh, there's remixes of it. There's fart versions of it. I mean, some of them are really funny. And um, Can we hear an example, Justin? Well, yeah, well, yes. Let's see. Please. Please, pretty please. I'm just going to look up... Um, look what, at me saying please. Yeah, I know. You're, you're so thoughtful. <laughs> this is the Let It Go parody. The fart version. <laughs> and here I said we were going to get serious and talk about sports again. Eh, just give it a minute. 
Hashtag, that's what she said. Hey, now. <laughs> I am feeling hungry tonight. Got a hankering for peas. Have my peas and Brussels sprouts and my favorite iPad things. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. My stomach's turning like a swirling storm inside. Can't keep it in, even if I try. Seriously. And now I don't know what to do. Should I stay here or go to the loo? Cause I got I can't believe they sung that. Let my butt rage on. <laughs> the smell never bothered me anyway. Oh my god. I can't even breathe at this point. That is Mark's theme song right there. <laughs> do, you re- do you remember how do you remember when we were living in the Anaconda fart remix days? Oh god. <laughs> So yes, there's a, a Let It Go parody, the fart version. It's out there. Oh man. Oh my god. That hurts. <laughs> Just a little bit. But it, yeah, um unfortunately uh, it did not successfully produce additional poops from Chloe. We tried. Oh, man. It, 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 a forever, dude. A for absolute effort. <laughs> I mean, at least you tried. 
she, she, she tried. She tried. We tried. But, unfortunately, it was not meant to be. She would not let it go. Yeah, she don't want to. She don't want to have one break free. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh. You dreamed a dream and you came up short. Dreamed a dream? Really? Yeah. Justin. <laughs> yes. So you're telling us she just she couldn't just shake it off. No, <laughs> she could. Oh, for fuck's sake, Shannon! Look, Come on. look. <clears throat> unfortunately, unfortunately, as much as I love the chili cook-off, uh, I have much less appreciation for the fact we're living in Chloe Shardoff. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a it's a it's a lot of cleanup, dude. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> you go down the hill. Need beer. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> SOS, send beer. Send, send beer. <laughs> send beer. Anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, what? no, oh, no, no, what? no. You owe me a song, bro. <sighs> as much as we all despise and, and, it. <clears throat> the only time she ever shook it off is that time she was running through the kitchen naked. Woo-hoo! Which is what she did in the kitchen. <laughs> Thanks, Chloe. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Chloe. I love you, baby bear. <laughs> we love them, Justin. We love our kids, no matter how much. No, we do. Shit, they. Okay. Oh Lord. Literally. Sweet, sweet baby Jesus. I know lots of that. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> a couple of things. Number one, we don't talk about a lot of WNBA stuff here on the Sports Brew. We, we other than making fun of Mark about betting on it, which he doesn't really do, but it's still really fun to poke fun out of him, uh, poke fun of him uh, for it. But um, you know, th this whole thing with um, Alina Deladon and you know her having Lyme disease and taking sixty-four pills a day to help deal with that, and being immunocompromised and being at risk for COVID. Um, you know. Uh, that that was an incredible story this week. I mean, that that woman has busted her ass to not only play, but to help bring home a championship for the Washington Mystics and for people that want to, you know, lampoon the WNBA. Lord knows we've certainly, you know, chuckled at a couple of things. She's a gamer. She's a player, man, and she's really she's one of the faces of the league. And it's I'm I'm hard pressed to see in the middle of a pandemic when you have a situation like that where she clearly has suffered a lot of ill effects from Lyme disease and her own doctor telling her that she's at high risk. And we can talk about it being collectively bargained and it's part of their CBA and all that crap. But, you know, a panel of three doctors for the WNBA told her that she's not high risk and its ruling was final. And that at this point, you know, if she opted out of the season, she wouldn't be paid. It was a terrible look for the WNBA. Oh, yeah. A terrible look for them. You know, Deladon ended up penning a letter uh, and doing an article with the Players' Tribune talking about what she goes through and what she has to do to, to, to be able to play and to be able to play the game that she loves and how she's had to battle the Lyme disease. And, you know, basically feeling like after all that, the WNBA was essentially treating her as if she was faking it. Look, this is a woman that played through three herniated discs last season, gutting that out and helping bring that championship home. She's absolutely the kind of person that you want to be the face of your league, okay? She is. So it was a PR disaster. It's bad enough 
Uh, you, you can go after it on a bunch of different levels. She's obviously very willing to be vocal about it, but it's a shame to, to put a person that's in that position that has clearly played through injury and clearly has a fan base. She's recognizable. She's known. I, I, you know what I mean? Like that's just, that's a dangerous game to play uh, with a star player of a league that needs star players, that needs faces, that needs you know, people to, to go, oh, man, I want to watch the WNBA, whether it's my daughter, whether it's my son, whether it's Mark laying some bets down on, on Elena Deladon, whatever it is, you know, that's just it's just a bad look. So I'm glad that the Washington Mystics said that they would pair regardless of if she opted out. Uh, kudos to them for stepping up for that. They did the right thing. But this is still an issue confronting the league. And, and rest assured, she's not going to be the only player that's got, whether it's a health concern, whether it's. Um, somebody that's got a newborn baby or young kids or ha- takes care of elderly parents or has you know health issues of their own to confront, that, that's not the first time and it's not going to be the last time this happens uh, until whenever it is we have a vaccine and, and better you know treatments and some degree of a return to you know post-COVID normalcy, which we clearly are not there yet. But I will say we don't talk about the WNBA a lot, but that was – terrifically disappointing and it's a shame that she you know has the Lyme disease but has has to essentially battle her sports league based on her own health and trying to look out for herself I'm glad the mystics are doing what they're doing but it shouldn't have come to that no Um, that it's, it's just a bad look that's a bad decision and whether or not it's collectively bargained it's in a CBA there are times much like you can have a law that is a bad law that you have moral issues with or you have ethical issues with, you you can have a contract that's a bad contract. Or sometimes in certain scenarios, you just say, you know what, this is outside of what the normal bounds are. And we're living in a pandemic world. Whether you want to accept it or not, COVID is here, right? And it is spreading like freaking wildfire. And so we're going to have issues both personally and whether it's entertainers or entertainment and that's going to include sports. Yes. Yeah. They're just going to be issues. There's going to be ramifications. This whole year feels like it's just going to be a freaking asterisk. But it's here and you got to deal with it. And when you have players that, whether it's them or their family, whatever the choices are going to be, I understand there's a lot of money tied to things. We get it. They get it. Believe me, they understand. But you just, that's a terrible look, man. That's a terrible <laughs> look. It's It's bad enough having... Just dealing with everything that they have to deal with to begin with, but that on top of it, you got to do better. That's an that's an ethical deal. It it just feels like that's a moral dilemma. Just misplayed misplayed that. And people in the league office should have should be able to handle that better. And uh, it almost feels like she had to go to the player tri- you know Tribune and, and put that letter out there. And it just shouldn't have come to that. If her own physician says she's she's high risk and she suffers from Lyme disease and ha- and is essentially immunocompromised, she's clearly been willing to tough it out and gut it out. Kudos to her for that. But there's a point where you say, that's as far as I'm willing to push myself for the love of the sport, the love of the game. And at some point, if the players are what really makes the leagues, you have to protect the players. And yeah, it- yeah let's, let's be real here for a minute. Those physicians represent WNBA. They're they're not giving their own opinions. They're they're doing what's best for the league, not what's best for her. I mean, is the league better with her in the court? Are the Mystics better with her in the court? Of course they are. Well, of course they are. 
But however, in this particular scenario, in this scenario, here's the deal. This season, I think for any team in any league is a lost season, regardless of how you feel about it. Mm -hmm. And if one of your, you know, superstar players has an issue or something, you simply say it's on Corona and you blame it on Corona and you get a free pass. Like my, my, my oldest daughter has celiac disease. So she's also a menu compromised. I, yeah. Are you all right there? But like, (laughs) here's the deal. Like if she, if she gets any kind of gluten, she has celiac disease. So she gets any kind of gluten in her, her immune system is completely compromised for almost a month. I, I know people are like, oh, it's just she had a little wheat. She'll be fine. No, it's three weeks. It's three motherfucking weeks till her immune system is fully ready to go. So in those three weeks, if she goes to school, the flu hits her, sick. Strep, sick. Anything like that so i feel i feel Atlanta's pain man that that's you know and that's that's a bunch of bs from the league yeah like i i get it you want your mvp on the court however i will take 2021 through however long she plays mm-hmm. as being okay instead of trying to get her in this season yeah let me play the long game and not the short term. Right. And, it, you know, it, it, we're in a position where, you know, the degree of flexibility we're going to need, just even for regular people, you know, a regular average Joes like us and our families and our employers, it's just different, let alone the sports stars. And I, and I know that the convenient thing is people are like, oh, they'll suck it up. You make a lot of money. Go play the game. And I guess you can take that hard line stance if you want. But uh, I don't know how productive that's going to be. It, it's going to be an awkward year for sports. We're, we're clearly already living that. And it's one thing to ask it of professional athletes. It's a whole other thing to ask it of collegiate athletes and their environments. But I, I just, you know, we're going to be, there's going to be a lot of players that have to, that are confronted with these choices. And some of them are going to be very personal. They're going to be players that you have to make decisions that are going to be, you know, ripped up, ripped apart in the public square that maybe have never shared whether they have a condition or an illness or whatever it is that they may have, you know, or that their children may have, or um, like the dude uh, that Bengals lineman from a, um, a couple of years ago whose daughter was the cancer survivor. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. You know, there's just you've you've got so many variables in play that you know, I it, and, it's it's and you've got. You know, like a number of years ago, Ryan Clark from the Sealers, yeah. who had the single cell, like he could not play in Mm-mm. Denver whatsoever Mm-mm. because of the altitude. Right. Um, sorry to cut you off. No, but. It, it, it's okay. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's okay. I mean, it's bad enough that, say, when, you know, Ezekiel Elliott tested positive, that the information got leaked, you know, and everybody piled on, obviously, you know, for some of the partying and some of the gatherings that, that they had. And they deserve criticism for that. But. Yeah, I'll be really curious to see how things go with with MLB and with the NBA and with the WNBA. You know, trying to get back on field and trying to do these things. Uh, how do they keep keep it buttoned up? You know, it's a lot to ask, and some of these players are going to opt out. Some stars are going to opt out. I mean, there's going to be a list 
And I, I think Victor Oladipo was uh, <clears throat> has he committed to coming back? I know he was going to opt out, but it sounds like he's kind of wavering on that. He's he's wavering yeah. at this point. Um, but you know, it's going to happen. It, it's you know we're going to have to deal with a lot of that. I mean, God bless. You know, Whitfield and I were joking around the other night, and it was like, you know, what if the NFL doesn't have a season at all? What the hell is the? How do they do the draft? How do they figure they the draft? How do they figure the draft order out? Well, you got to have a draft, but how do you figure the draft order out? Like, is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but if you think about it, even even if you say there has to be a draft, how can you draft when you don't even know what you're getting from the college players either? Well, th- there will be a draft. I mean, you would have to base it on other information prior seasons. Because you got to figure the combine would be have to go differently and oh, yeah, things like that nature. But I mean, all in all. I think the one thing that I've noticed a lot is a lot of people out there just keep forgetting, you know, athletes are human beings too. They, even though, yes, they get paid to do what they do minus the college athletes, but it's, you know, well, they just have hundred dollar hands, family and health, you know, come first regardless. And if players opt out, they opt out. And I fully respect that decision. It just means like, for example, baseball, at least, Teams are deep enough in terms of the rosters with the minor league teams, especially since minor league baseball is their season's canceled in general. Mm-hmm. At least you get a chance to some of these guys, these kids, to come up and actually make a difference if these major stars decide to just opt out. Yeah. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And I, there is going to be an opportunity space. However, they expand the rosters, there's going to be opportunity for other players to try to make a name. Um, and try to to show up and deliver. And is it going to alter the feel of the season? Of course, it will. Is it going to alter? Maybe there's going to be a team that, let's say the you know the sixty game season goes without a huge hitch, but some players opt out, or maybe somewhere along the line somebody's going to get sick. I mean, it's just you you know that somebody, some player somehow is going to get the Rona and be quarantined, or maybe a team goes down for a couple of weeks. Whatever. There, there's a high probability that's going to happen. So it fundamentally alters the feel of the season, the flow of the season, the quality of the season, the players that are available for a season. Um, so we, we might just get a lot of weird outlier kind of things with sports. And uh, people are so hungry for sports entertainment, we're probably willing to accept a, a degree of variance and, and uncertainty with things that maybe we'd, we wouldn't normally do because we're like, oh, please play some games. And... You know, and I, I totally get that. And I think most players want to play. You know what I'm saying? It's just like most. It's just like most people want to work, but you have this these these tough balances at times. And at some point, whether it's an individual, whether it's an organization, whether it's a league, um, you have to walk this line between safety and health of individuals, and obviously the money. And let's not kid ourselves. What what do you think motivated Daniel Snyder to all of a sudden start, you know, retiring the Redskins' name and logo? It's money. Money. It's it's FedEx threatening to pull mm-hmm. sponsorship. It's right. the minority partners threatening to sell, and they're they're setting stuff up with law firms. They're going to try to sell their shares. It's money. It's right. Nike not having Redskins merchandise on their website. Now you, and you can say, oh, well, you know, Nike's got a bunch of sweatshops in other countries. They do, and that's a that's an issue that should get addressed. But that's that's an aside, okay? It's Amazon and Walmart and places pulling merchandise off of shelves. It's fiscal pressure. It's social pressure, right? 
but the motivation of money, these leagues are trying to get these games in because it's a lot of money. The, the the Major League Baseball, I mean, to have that season, the owners and the players, and God bless, if there's any, you know, sports league that has contentious relations between players and owners, it's freaking MLB. You know, I mean, God bless, it feels like that was a soap opera just for months trying to even figure out what they were going to do. It was going to be prorated. What's it? What's the, it's this, it's that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it, it, and Mark, I know you were super excited about you know, and, and a lot of people were. It's not just you. Obviously, a ton of people were like so stoked to to get a season, and hopefully, it plays out and we have something enjoyable. Who knows what it's going to actually be? But it's money. Money is a is a key motivator, and there are leagues that once this plays out, whether it's the impact of fans at the gates or concessions. Uh, and some of these localized revenue generators, as well as TV revenue and other contracts that goes into this stuff, money's going to be a huge component of these leagues succeeding fiscally this year, the kind of losses they're going to take, what salary caps and other things are going to be going forward. The ramifications of 2020 for the wide world of sports are going to be monstrous. And how deep that's going to go and the impact of what it's going to be, we don't know yet. It's going to take a while for that to get sorted out. But rest assured, a lot of the pressures on the players, regardless of whether they want to play or want to opt out, whatever it is, uh, this is revenue-driven. It's revenue-driven. We right. all love and sports. We do a sports podcast and pop, and pop culture and beer, sure. But we love sports. We all mm-hmm. have different things we might love more than another person when it comes to the world of sports, but we love sports. We love making jokes about Olympians having cardboard bed boxes and running through a billion condoms in the Olympic Village, okay? <laughs> we love we love fantasy sports and baseball. Well, Mark, I, I don't love baseball as much as y'all do, but baseball. <laughs> I love playoff baseball, college football, college basketball, the NFL, whatever it is, the, the human interest stories, and that's part of what makes sports so enjoyable is – not just the the flag and the laundry and the jersey. It's the people behind all of that. And every year gives us incredible stories of people that surprise and overcome. And, you know, there's tons of it. And we miss all those things. We want all those things. We want to not just enjoy the games. We want to enjoy the people and their stories and the story of any given team of a given player in a given season of a championship run they're wonderful but i don't know what's on tap for this year other than asterisks and and fiscal uncertainty and player uncertainty and sports uncertainty this year is going to suck mm-hmm. for sports and it's going to suck for a lot of people outside of sports we want it back and again, rest assured, there's a lot of fiscal pressure to get this stuff done because it's going to impact leagues and it's going to impact bottom do- you know, the bottom line of dollars and it's going to impact contracts. But rest assured, if you ask players simply, do you want to play? They want to play. Right. Well, I, I'd say that there, there's there's two main main things that I think about uh, right now. And it's, it's one of the many reasons why I love the sports group is, as you address, we like the bullshit. We like silly stuff. All the above, and uh, yeah, we we all certainly miss miss the hell out of sports. Um, but I know not a one of us is like looking forward to the sports that are about to happen without the you know cognitive awareness that it's going to be super weird. And um, like you addressed, 
people are going to get sick. People are going to get COVID. Yes. Obviously, all of these you know sports organizations recognize that's going to happen. Now, obviously, they all, and I doubt any of us are going to know this, and I'm not saying that there's necessarily a specific number in mind, but obviously there's a threshold for, for any of them. That's if, you know, X amount of players, you know, suddenly can't play or, you know, X number of teams are, you know, decimated to the point that they can barely, you know, salvage a starting lineup. We're going to see, you know, pivots and we will likely see things, you know, shut the hell down. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, long for sports. I, you know, and my, you know, whiny uh, state, you know, miss the hell out of, you know, the de- degenerate side of things and the gambling <laughs> side. Um, we miss all of it, and I think all of us would, you know, uh, go cuckoo for, uh, you know, any legitimate, you know, regular sport to be watching right now, uh, but uh, it's going to be super weird, and we have no idea what to expect, but not anybody who is excited at the prospect of sports coming back, coming back needs to have the awareness that it could be shut down at any moment. Mm-hmm. And certainly I want to see that happen if it is clearly just incapable of being had without too many people, you know, getting ill. I mean, and, and so obviously, you know, full circle back to WNBA situation. I mean, uh, any, anybody in any sport choosing not to play right now, I, I would want to strangle anybody who tells them, you know, no, you have to play or no. What, what, why are you punking out? Um, I think all of us have uh, our levels of comfort with the idea of just going out in public to certain places, let alone playing a professional sport or any kind of sport around a bunch of other people right now. I, I can't personally imagine doing it. And, and so, you know, how could I then be like, you know, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not willing to do it, but uh, man, those assholes, they need to do it. Entertain me. I mean, it just shouldn't exist. So, you know, this, this is a... Incredibly strange time, and obviously we're 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 you know talking about you know literally one of the you know far more minor sides on the grand spectrum <laughs> of people playing a sport to entertain us. Sure. Um, you know, versus you know actual you know human life challenges, but as you've obviously said, money is you know a massive part of this. That's I don't, but but you know, understandably so. I mean, I don't know how devastating this would be or will be on any of these sports if they get shut down entirely. I mean, they're already obviously no, no fans in person, all these things, but at least, you know, baseball now is back and will be MLB TV. You know, they certainly can charge people to watch the games. There, there's ways that all of the sports are going to be able to get some revenue. So shutting down the season entirely would be brutal, but it very well could happen within a couple of days, within a couple of weeks. Who knows? Maybe yeah. they'll be able to play them all out fully. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, it's going to be a weird ride. I mean, it, that's that's the thing. Like, the TV contracts, you know, that that's that's where the money's made, basically, for all these leagues and all that, all the, you know, stations paying for the TV contracts. and Well, that... Hey, and, hey, like, it's, it's almost like, hey, if we can put something on, we can make something for the season and not be completely shut out. Right. And well, that and being able to get playoff revenue. That, too. That That's the big one. And, you know, the thing is, is from a com- competitive standpoint, like, if you're a player, hell yeah, you want to get out there. I mean, let's be honest. Like, if your livelihood depends on you being competitive and you're doing everything you can to stay safe and be competitive and your opponent is as well, 
F it. Let's get out there and go. I, I will say, if I, if I can throw in a, a minor pivot, I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody else necessarily saw this, but I did really love uh, Jay Williams uh, put out a great uh, video. I think I saw it through Instagram mm-hmm. um, where he was addressing uh, the NBA players who are complaining massively about being in the bubble and you know, having to eat you know, while living in the bubble and things like that. And some people probably disagree with him, but I personally feel like his point was very well put. That, um, yes, anybody who is um, complaining about you know, the dangers they are under uh, with COVID and things like that, absolutely understood, as we're all addressing 100% correct. Uh, but his point is, outside of that, you know, you athletes are, you know, inc- very wealthy individuals uh, who are, you know, the NBA is, is, is paying quite a bit to put you in this protective bubble, and, you know, it's not like they're feeding you, you know, cafeteria food. Um, there are people, you know, throughout the country and the world who are jobless, you know, barely scraping by, many not even getting by. And y'all are complaining about you know this this bubble situation. I mean, it, it's no celebrity. Calm down. Um, it's no celebrity. Imagine video, but no. <laughs> but no. And, and, and I'm sure that they're they're you know dining and all at home in the majority, if not all cases, is much better. However, let let's let's have some perspective. Yes. And uh, so personally, I, I I thought it was a, you know, again I, I you know, none of none of y'all may have seen it, but I, I thought it was very well expressed. And um, I, I hope some people took it to heart. I have <clears throat> I haven't watched it, but I've seen other things that are a similar kind of critique, um, and they're salient points. It's like look, what they're dealing with is different than what we're dealing with. But I think part of it, when you get to situations like this, where you have so much fiscal uncertainty and strain on a lot of individuals, whether it's people that can't pay their rent, their mortgage, feed their family. You know, trying to figure out kids going back to school. I mean, God bless what that's going to turn into this year. And it's like, keep your problems in context. We understand that it's an issue, right? We do. And you're used to much finer things in life. We get it. But there's a point where, you know, bitch about that amongst yourselves and understand that it's probably not going to go well for you if you complain a great deal on social media, right? You know, maybe it's good for a couple of views or a couple of clicks, but you're just going to get blowback. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, most people just aren't going to be sympathetic. They're just not. And whether that's fair or not, we can argue that till the cows come home. A lot of it's a matter of perspective. But this is this is this is a tough deal for a lot of people, and there is a lot of job loss, and there is a lot of uncertainty, and some people are going to have issues just surviving. Now, uh, you know, let alone people that actually catch the damn thing, but people that that whether it's them or their families struggling to get by. So it's. You know, keep it and keep your issues in some kind of context. Is it hard to wall off and be in a bubble for who knows how long? Of course it is. Um, but keep keep that in context. And some of those individuals do have, if they elect to, they can opt out and not do any of it. Let, you know? let me let me share a little bit of wisdom that Lindy shared with me early on on my time on the Cure Sarge. Sympathy in the dictionaries is found between shit and syphilis. <laughs> I thought he was I thought you were going to tell me he would be like stay away from the russian girls or something. <laughs> no. Ugh. Avoid the russians, yes. <laughs> that's what Captain Pete told us and yeah. that, that's a shout out to you Chris. <laughs> um that that was our first captain. He was freaking awesome. Told us to avoid uh russians and 
want to say Chinese, but anyway, that that that's here and there. There, <laughs> but um, shit is found in the dictionary between shit and syphilis. Or <laughs> sympathy, sympathy is found in the dictionary. Between sympathy? So like, a, is that a common? Like, I've got sympathy pains for Chloe because she can't poop right. Right. <laughs> I, I'm about to. Yeah, I'm I'm shit hammered. At this point. <laughs> you got like the eyes like halfway closed, like rolling back. You look like the, the struggle is real for you. Uh, right, let me it let is. me ask you a couple of things, and, and I, we'll start wrapping up because we got to get to these redskin stories. Sort of, kind of, maybe, whatever. Fuck them. So, all right, look, shortened season, 60 games, separate injured list for players with the Rona. you got a universal DH in the AL and the NL. Uh, teams are playing 10 games versus each divisional opponent and four games versus the opposite league divisional opponent. And if we get the extra innings, the runner starts at second base. God bless. Did you ever think that was going to happen in, in MLB? Hoo-hoo! Going to be a wild year. That's, that's a freaking Richmond Squirrels thing, but cool. So I guess, Mark, realistically, looking at the season, obviously a lot of players have opted out. Some more players may opt out. I mean, who knows? They might get sick. I mean, you got a lot of variables in play. But what I, what I would ask of you is what kind of advantages are there to a shortened season and which teams do you believe benefit the most? Ooh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's complex. Um, I mean... I just don't know, man. I mean, I, I'd say the way I'm looking at it, it is it's the wild, wild west. And I, I, I mean, the teams that have the fewest guys opting out. I mean, I, I, you know, that matters. Yeah, you know, which uh, you know, we we still I don't think 100 percent know. Um, I, I feel like there very well could still be guys between now and I, I think the first games are next Friday. You know, could 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 change their minds. Uh, could ch- people that could change their minds within a couple of games and be like, I just I just don't feel comfortable. Also, I feel like I I don't know how we can gauge, or any of the players can gauge what it's really going to be like there once once they're out there. I mean, I don't think any of them suddenly are going to forget how to play baseball. But I mean, who knows what could be on their mind or what could distract them? I mean, I, I think in general, I think it's impressive to think of any professional athletes that you know play their sport at the top level and like seem like they're never distracted or, or rarely distracted to the point yeah. where like they make a bad mistake, drop a fly ball, anything like that. I just don't know. I, I maybe I'm overthinking it, but uh, I I don't know. I, I don't feel like I know what to expect whatsoever. So, you know, I advantages. I don't know. I think that most guys kind of view this as so super short to them because I mean, while 60 games may seem like a lot to other you know uh, sports fans, you know, for baseball, I mean that's you know 100 games off. So that's massively short to them. So I don't feel like there's any. There's going to be any super duper like, you know, stamina, extra stamina ability come come fall once or come once the you know playoff starts. I think that fans and probably a good amount of the players are viewing this with a asterisk, and I get that. But I, I still hope and think that whatever team does come out on top, you know, feels accomplished enough. Or not even not accomplished enough. Accomplished. I mean, in a weird way, maybe even more so because it's such a bizarre time. That's you know, it's a you know, battle through all of it. It's a battle through all the adjustments and changes and rule changes and mm-hmm. COVID and everything to you know win the title. Uh, impressive. So, I, yeah, I, I wonder like at what point somebody goes or a fan might go, man, this isn't legitimate. Like, there's plenty of teams that would win, and you go, okay, fine, good. But if there's like some real rando outlier team that you're like. What the hell? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> sure. at what at what sure. point at what point do you happen. go? This season's BS. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I you know, even you were talking about you know the, the the seven line earlier. I mean, I I think it's kind of hilarious that I'm sure. I mean, these guys are all extremely hardcore Mets fans. Anybody who's part of the seven line, and still, I feel like a large percentage of them, with any of the posts that like, thank goodness baseball is happening, are all you know just 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 bitching about how you know silly and stupid they feel like this shortened season would be. And I'm like, hey. Mm-hmm. You're all going to be watching. Let's just keep, go they, ahead and kid yourself, but you're going to be will. watching. They will. It's still baseball. Let's not pretend like it's not the same sport. And, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just don't know what – I mean, you're, they're, I'm sure, complaining, of course, that you know baseball wasn't happening. So uh, what, what do you want? It's just going to be bizarre. So I, I, I wish I felt like I had a better, a better concept of what to expect and a better answer for who okay. I believe may have advantages. But, yeah. I just don't. <laughs> no, it, it's okay. So, so LFGM, uh, let's go Mets. <laughs> <laughs> well, does, does anybody else have any thoughts as far as, are there any teams that specifically you think, or styles that might benefit? This is obviously the caveat is that you don't have raging Rona, like, flying through the MLB, shutting it all down. But what what style do you think is most conducive to a 60-game season and a shortened season? And are there any teams you're like, man, this sets up nice for them? Obviously, uh, in an ugly three, scenario, but three or four solid starters, man. I mean, that's you know, if you're talking about four or five, if you got a four or five starters, I mean, that's five or six good quality starts right there, and then you're right into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally whoever's hot out the gate. I mean, sounds like the Mets. <laughs> well, let, let's see if they get hot out the gate. And no, no BS. Like you got the Grom, so can your rotation? Who's ever, whoever has the best rotation out the gate is going to be who winds up at the end. In your opinion, who has the best rotate? What teams have the best rotations in the league? Dodgers. 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 And, and honestly, after watching, after seeing all the bullshit with the Astros, man, I, I think the Dodgers are owed a World Series at this point. <laughs> do you, okay. all, all serious, like, serious question, man. All kidding aside, do you feel like this, like, this could be one of those weird, uh, and I almost hate to say it like this, like, it's such an oddball thing with a lot of stuff, like, this could be, like, a weird kind of, like, funky makeup year, like, we might see, like, weird stuff, you're like... Wait a second! They didn't call that. Or hold on a moment. What's going on? Like there, there's a couple of favors slid around. You know what I'm saying? Like to get things done, or maybe you know some teams get some benefits along the way. I, I would Let's say anyone up. against the Astros should be getting some favorite favors. <laughs> and uh, I think the Dodgers, looking back at that World Series, I, th- I think they're owed some major favors from the, the from the league. Six. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I miss the simplicity of the story, uh, like back in the day when that dude brought a garbage can and was banging on at the Taunty Astros. Like that was great. <laughs> like the simplicity of that, you know. I mean, who could show up with a garbage can beating on it now, right? In the middle of a pandemic, he was like, "Hey, look, I brought a trash can, y'all. Let's let's bang on it." Right? GTFO. Yeah, you're not doing that right now. You're like, get that damn trash away from me, bitch. <laughs> you know. FBI investigation right there. <laughs> It's gonna be nuts. Gonna be nuts. 
So, all right. So, and maybe that's the way it's going to be for everything. It's just, it's just uncertainty and the asterisk year, and you might just see wild stuff. I mean, I, I think we all need to be prepared for that and try to enjoy sports as best as we can. With let me go ahead. I was going to say, let me put it like to, to you like this, Justin. Yeah. A lot of people are going to want to put the asterisk next to the season, <laughs> but dude, this is such a shit fuck yeah. season that I don't think you can put the asterisk next to it. I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't drop a damn in front of that. I mean, you might as well just start wrapping all the expletives together. A, a shit, shit fuck, fuck damn. <laughs> a shit fuck damn season? Yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah, sure. That's better. <laughs> Ass. Um, I think what we're going to see out of baseball this year, I think this is the type of season where they're going to try a bunch of different things they've been wanting to try. Mm-hmm. Just to see if it sticks. It's kind of a great year to experiment because it's so unusual anyway. You know, it's kind of like what NHL did when they first came back after having that works the work stoppage. Mm -hmm. You know, having like what was it like the double blue line or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. and just just little random things they just tried to get to get fans' interest. But I think this year for baseball, like you said, you know. Going to extras, you got to run around second. There's just little things that they're just gonna be like, well, if this works, maybe it's something we'll keep going moving forward. Can I say they want to avoid extra innings like the plague? <laughs> I don't know. Can I say that? Boom boom. <laughs> Hashtag too soon. Okay, all right, fine. My bad. <laughs> but I also view this. <laughs> <laughs> I also view this season as a great opportunity for a lot of young guys to really show that they belong. Yeah. They belong in the majors. Yeah. So I think everything aside, just how horrible everything is to get to where we're at, I'm actually kind of looking forward to just to see what we get, the quality of the product we get. Mm-hmm. And honestly... Uh, I believe with the shortened se- the shortened season, um, it actually is going to benefit a lot of pitchers. Mm-hmm. That guys that usually go like 200 innings in a season, they don't have to worry about that that wear and tear, extend their careers a little bit longer. And I think for a lot of teams, that's just going to be a huge thing, because a lot of these guys' health aren't going to be as disrupted as it would be for a full 162 game season. Yeah. Well. You know, I, I hope that the season rolls, uh, you know, I mean, goes off with without too much additional. There's been enough drama, dear God. Uh, so, so I hope they're actually able to play and make it through it. Quite frankly, you know, the NBA is a little bit of an outlier because they're, they're relatively contained. I think MLB is going to give us a better idea, you know, bigger rosters and things that might kind of manifest with the NFL. Is it... The same, I mean, they've got a little bit more spacing and social distancing on the diamond, I guess, um, I suppose, other than base runners. But I think that'll give us a better feel. Like, it's it's hard to parallel the NFL with anything else other than college football. But I certainly don't know that the NBA is going to be indicative of it because of the way they're doing their playing environment. I think MLB might give us a better idea of how that may, that, that may play out. Um Minus some, and hopefully nobody breaks out sex dolls, but, (laughs) or mannequins, excuse me, mannequins, my bad. (laughs) Um, Out of curiosity, Mark, you're you're the Lakers honk. Obviously some some injuries, some players opting out. 
the the bubble's got its own challenges in between the snitch line and, and players picking up food and whatever across the line for that. But what is your reaction to where it's at and what do you think it's going to be? I, I guess I'm kind of curious, in part as a Lakers fan, what you think might happen with the Lakers. But if you think the NBA is actually going to be able to get through this thing in the bubble. I think they will. I think I, I think they've come up with one of the better um, concepts, personally, and 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 I'm I'm actually more hopeful for the bubble uh, than most other things. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I don't know. Unfortunately, it's not a great commentary per se. But it, I feel like it's still, as we're addressing with most everything, uh, weird as hell. And I, you know. I'm excited to see it, and I'm 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 hard pressed to not think the Lakers are still, you know, I mean, why why wouldn't they still be, you know, expected to be one of the best, if not the best? But still, LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Still LeBron. Still Anthony Davis. Yep. So, uh, and I'm, hey, look, I'm, I'm pretty look, hopeful for the bubble. Look, if Dwight Howard was the only one to show up at that pool party with a DJ. I mean, clearly he's intending to show up during this bubble season, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hopeful for the bubble, but uh, we'll see. Uh, obviously, certainly, it's a rocket science statement here. Basketball is a much more close contact sport than baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> News alert. Yeah. So, no, no. Um, by the way, did you yeah. like did you like the highlight and the detail of the uh, of Zion Williamson's sweat in the uh, uh, NBA 2K or whatever? I can't yeah. remember now, but like they're all like detailing like the sweat beating on people. Like that's the thing this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> next generation. Next um. next gen. Next gen, y'all. Sweat. <laughs> Welcome to it. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, as with everything else, I'm hopeful. Uh, I mean, and and you know, some, some, well, not in some ways, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know, if if everything goes well, you know, we're actually, you know, shortly gonna be treated to a whole lot of sports at once, which you know could almost feel like you know, overfill, you know, our, our, our brain space can handle it all. You know, we've been without for you know, months now, and then all of a sudden everything back up at once uh yeah, but, uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, we stand with there's a real possibility that we go from like all these months with like nothing right i mean there's been a little you know pga a little like rando stuff a little bit of nascar which has had some drama going on too and all of a sudden like we could have like this one month right before everything goes back to hell we could have this one month where all of a sudden there's like NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL, like it could be absolutely batshit insane with yeah. what we have for like this. We could have like sports concentrate for like a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> it's going to be nuts. Like just, it, you're going to have something to do like every day, every night. Although a question for you is, is it a mistake for the, for MLB not to have more day games? Side note. Um, I have, I, uh, I don't think so. I, I, I don't, I don't think that's going to make, Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's a problem for me. Okay, but yeah, we we could have like all kinds of crazy sports overload, and it's NBA Two K One. I don't know why I couldn't remember the freaking game. I mean, it, you know, whatever. But yeah, sweat. That's the deal. Oh man. All right. <laughs> do you still want to try to do Redskins tonight? Because honestly, I'll say I think if you're going to do Redskins, I might have to. You know. 
you're, record you're, out myself. You're you're running out. You're running out. You, you want yeah, nothing to do we, with we, it. We, we, we're the sports crew. Always take the over. And I, I don't know that I can contribute much. I, I started reading an article, but I haven't gotten to finish it yet because I had some other stuff going on tonight. So I don't know that I can contribute much. Well, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, you know uh, it, that's okay. It, it, give us ten minutes, Mark. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like quick ten, man. Quick ten. Just, at, just at, like uh, I told Randy, give us twenty. Yeah, already give well, us this, two hours. So. This doesn't have to be a real deep, a, a real deep, deep dive. I mean, you got you got a couple. I, it ain't a real deep dive. It, it's <laughs> well, pretty evident. Well, what needs to happen. But. Yeah, uh, we'll see on that. Obviously, you know the the two big things clearly are obviously the the, the name change scenarios, and however you might feel about if you're a fan of the team, however you may feel about the the name and the franchise, the writing's on the wall. And I think you've got broader social movements and historical movements that are just a lot of things are coming to a head in 2020. So that's there. You have to have some degree of acceptance. And where do you go forward? What I think is really interesting in particular and unfortunate, obviously, the Redskins. I mean, Lord knows I've given Dan Snyder a lot of grief. Uh, I think we called him Voldemort (laughs) in like the warm up of the podcast. Uh, Death Eaters, because that's, you know, it's just all been shit. The only thing he's done is successfully killed a franchise with a rich history. A short blip where he managed to drag Joe Gibbs back into back into that joint. I don't know how. How? How did he manage to talk that guy back into that? How um, did he mess it up? <laughs> right. Uh, but it's just a mess. I mean, the, the Washington Post article coming out, I mean, you've got 15 women. 15. Talking about sexual harassment, verbal abuse, and, and all kinds of other issues in that environment. And I don't think anybody is, is going to pretend that they don't, you know, you've looked at the organizations as a well-run, competent, <laughs> you know, organization, uh, really, since Dan Snyder took them over. I mean, it's been a bit of a clusterfuck, let's be honest. Uh, suing season ticket holders, trying to ban signs in the stands, some of the people they've hired, the money they've spent, the things that they've done, the stories that have come out. Uh, whether it's chopping down trees on his property, old Agent Orange, to the the name controversy, which has, has been a cloud over it. I mean, you know, it, it has. I mean, again, however you feel about the name, the reality is it is a controversy that has surrounded the franchise. Uh, they've had there's been a lot of drama, and there hasn't been a, uh, there certainly hasn't been have not been a lot of good results at, from a football team standpoint. But just the day to day operations, what the team is kind of felt like and how they've been run and uh, from an organizational standpoint, nobody's looked at the Redskins as a model organization for anything other than dumpster fires and fucking fail. So I've certainly dealt with that and I've had some lean years as a fan. I mean, I grew up with them. That was, it's just, I have a lot of fond memories as a kid uh, watching those Joe Gibbs teams and it's just a far cry from that. So it's tough because the owner is really a steward of the franchise and it's just hard to have any confidence in Snyder, what they've been, what they've done, what they may be. And every time it feels like there's a blip that maybe they'll figure it out and do the right thing or get going in a good direction, it usually falls apart uh, or you get teased off and on. And uh, it, it's tough. The report from the Washington Post is very ugly. You've got Emily Applegate is kind of the, the person that we get to know her name and we talk about a lot of stuff with her. But just all, all the stuff that's in there, and it, it's it's – there's a lot of content you can, uh, you know, if you haven't read it, you should read it. Um, the next, I would say the next couple of weeks are going to be very dominated by um, Dan Snyder and the Redskins and the pressure to sell the team. 
uh, and what these allegations may turn into. I, I don't know what may happen with the league and how much pressure they might be able to put on Dan Snyder. I mean, the allegations that have come out, nobody uh, accused Daniel Snyder of sexual harassment or Bruce Allen directly of sexual harassment. But it's one of those things that when it's pervasive in an organization, it's hard not to feel like, like how would you not know? How would senior leadership and senior executives, if it if it involves, you know, scouts and it involves allegedly uh, rumors, coaches, if it involves players, reportedly, allegedly, if it involves the voice of the Redskins, Larry No S Michael, because people want to call him Larry Michael, so No S. I guess the S stood for sexual harassment, um, is really what was going on with that, but. Uh, the voice of the Redskins, um, you know, directors of, of personnel and team executives. You know, at some point when you have enough people involved in it, how do you not see it, right? In, unless you have an organizational atmosphere and attitude and environment that is toxic. And that's a word you'll see thrown around a lot is toxic. And I don't know that that will surprise anybody per se. They may not have thought it would be toxic in this particular manner. Uh, but that's an organizational style. That's an organizational culture. That's organizational fail. That's organizational ineptness, hubris. There's a lot of things that go into a team being that way. And there have been horror stories that have leaked out of FedEx Field and Ashburn and things Redskins related for a long time. So, you know, we knew this was coming. We knew it was going to be a bombshell. And I don't know if it lived up to everybody's expectations. But it's certainly disgusting, and it's certainly awful. I mean, Alex Santos was the team's director of pro personnel. Larry Michael was essentially the voice of the team. Uh, they've hired Beth Wilkinson, uh, an extremely you know high-powered DC, you know, and very expensive undoubtedly attorney, to help them conduct a thorough independent review and to help the team set new employee standards for the future. I mean, they need to clean house, and. I wasn't necessarily excited per se about Rivera, but I will say this about Ron Rivera. That is a guy that's not going to put up with that kind of BS. At least my impression is that he's not going to put up with that crap. And if they have people that are deviants and all this other, you know, good old boy, club med, upskirting women, all the sexual misconduct, that dude doesn't have time for that. And he's going to get him run out of there. And I don't know how, how far this, you know, how much Daniel Snyder knew. I don't know. And I think part of the question when you get to this with the Redskins and the organization, how much did he know? What did he know? You're going to get stories where you're going to think Dan Snyder is an asshole. That's nothing new. Given, given some dude grief about being a cheerleader in, in college. And essentially, like, telling him he had to do cartwheels. And the guy did it. It's a bad look. It's a toxic environment. It's a hostile environment. It's ugly. It's ugly. And it was pervasive. Think about all the stuff that happened with Jerry Richardson at the Panthers. That dude had to sell that team. Get out of there. They took his, his statue down. Tepper did the right thing. Bad guy. I don't like Daniel Snyder. I don't like how they've run the organization. My attachment to that team is, is born from when I was a kid. And I struggle with my fandom of that organization as an adult. For lots of reasons. And all of this, 
as a fan, it hurts. As a person, it hurts. As a dad, it hurts. Right? Because you think about, what if that was my mom? What if that was my sister? What if that was my daughter? What if that was my child? What if that was my friend? What if it was me? Right? And I'm sure this is not the only organization that's got weird things going on or sexual promiscuity or sexual abuse or sexual misconduct going on. I'm sure they're not. But this is the one that we're dealing with now. And yeah, we can talk about the Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban and what happened in 2018. I'd forgotten about it. They had some ugly stuff come out too. We can talk about different organizations. We can talk about the Catholic Church and all the sexual abuse stuff that goes there. Every time it happens, it's wrong. Every time. When those things come out from an organizational standpoint, if you find those things out and you try to cover those things up, you are the asshole. And you are in the wrong. Bad things happen between people. People make mistakes, sure. But if you have an organizational culture that embraces and seems to make it okay, right, and encourages it, then who are you? You're not a leader. Yeah, toxic's a good word. (laughs) For as much as I want to be a fan, as much as I want to defend the team and, and... enjoy being a fan of them they make it really damn difficult to do that really difficult to do that Dan Snyder's not likable and the Redskins haven't won much of anything in a long time so the fan base has eroded anyway they've abused the fan base and clearly they abuse employees in their own building so what are they how far does it go we're going to find out this is this is the beginning of what's going to come out You're going to get people that are fired. You're going to get people that resign. Just like Larry. No S. Michael. Good riddance to you. Fucker. Um, And the other people that are out. Good. I'm glad they got fired. Figure it out. Clean them out. Clear them out. Rivera was a good hire. And I don't know how much winning they're going to do. But if you don't get the organization right. And you don't get the internal right. You're never going to get the rest of it right anyway. You won't. Because people will not stay. People will not be loyal. People will not do the work that needs to be done. They're going to go. And they should. They're going to quit. And they should. They're going to leave. And they should. Because if that's the kind of organization you are, people shouldn't want to be there. And they shouldn't want anything to do with it. It's disgusting. And it's a shame. That's a franchise that, in my heart, is better than that. It deserves better than that. That's a fan base that deserves better than that. And those are employees that deserve better than that. Those women deserve better than that. Clean them out. Clear them out. Charge them. Lock them up. Whatever. Get it right. Figure it out. If you're going to turn this franchise around, figure yourself out, Dan. And let Rivera run the football side of things. And let him clear house. Clean out if he needs to. His daughter works there, believe me. He said he's not going to put up with that crap. I believe him. I don't know how good this organization can be under Dan Snyder. Because God bless, they haven't been much under him. But he's been in the league long enough. you got to start figuring it out. And this good old boys club and sexual harassment and misconduct and pimping out cheerleaders and all this other BS that appears to have been going on. 
that's not the way, man. And if that's how it's going to be, you need to go. If that's what this organization has been reduced to, if that's what this franchise has been reduced to, you can change the name. It won't matter. You can talk about the legacy. It doesn't matter. Because you've erased it. You've wasted it. Whatever good players or great players or great coaches or great stories or great records or great legacy, whatever may be there, whatever fragments may still remain of the fan base and of the franchise, you've torn it down through incompetence. You've torn it down through malfeasance. And you've destroyed it with poor leadership, poor ownership, poor stewardship, and just being a shit, just being a shit organization. The roots of what was only go so deep. You got to figure out what's next. But the past 15 years, just 2006 to today with all the stuff that's going on, that's not the answer. And if that's the best you got, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to take a sip now. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if really I, did I did I hit ten, hey Mark did I hit ten minutes? Yeah, it was probably just just about spot on and then <laughs> genuinely very <laughs> very very well put. I, I felt like you just had your own SVP uh, segment and uh, honestly it was pretty damn damn well put. <laughs> I, I I don't know that I got much to add. To yeah, I was going to say there's really not a ton to to really add, but I mean obviously as just a fan of football in general to witness something like this and it's not like it's one of these newer franchises it's not like it's this is a team that's been around this franchise has been around for a long ass time and mm-hmm. like you said to just take that legacy and just kind of grind it into the ground the way that Snyder did is just unacceptable and obviously the NFL has no issues of uh, removing owners <laughs> look at the Panthers we'll see so we'll, we'll see this t- this type of thing as much as I even hate to admit it, I guarantee you there's other teams. Obviously, this the Redskins are just the first. Um, we obviously got a hint with the Patriots potentially uh, what could be going on behind the scenes, but obviously nothing really came of it. The other, other team that kind of comes to mind that I would think something like that would be would be the Cowboys, obviously, because of Jarrah. Right, um, there have been pictures of him with some women. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. And the, the problem is, is these owners, because it is kind of the – Old, you know, the old boys club. You gotta, you gotta change with the times. Uh, this isn't what it used to be. This is what it was when they were young men. It's this. It's so different now compared to that. And if you can't, just because you have money doesn't mean give you the right to do the shit that's being said has been done. And I'm pretty much sure it has been done. I don't know. There's just no place for that in sports in general, and uh, it it, it kind of sickens me. And I feel bad for the fans who who are dedicated fans who love who love the Redskins who've loved them all their life, and they've had and they're you know every team falls on hard times. Mark and I know for sure. Shannon knows. He's got Philip Rivers this year. He damn well knows. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the idea. We've all had our ups and downs as fans, and we stuck by our team. But how how much does this affect? the fan base in general, knowing that this type of thing goes on behind closed doors. I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of people are going to struggle with the name change and some people won't be a fan, or at least they say they won't be a fan once, when, and if 
it actually gets changed. And, you know, we can argue about what what it means and what that is to other people. But they're, you know, look, I mean, the reality is that some people grew up with the Redskins, and if it's not the Redskins, they're going to move on. That's their right. Let it be. Maybe they'll come back in a couple of years if they're the Red Tails or the Warriors or the Red Wolves or, you know, my vote, the District Dragons. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But uh, actually, I actually do kind of like that name. Um, there's a lot of things they can do. Am I disappointed that the name's changing? Yeah, but look, things evolve over time, and I think it's just reflective of where society is right now, and you have to be in tune with that, and the fiscal pressures are what's going to do it, but that's that's like one piece, and there's a part of me that's like, is the reason all of a sudden they were like, oh, hey man, we're, look, we're going to retire the name and logo, was it to throw some deodorant on this gigantic dumpster fire of fucking fail that's going on? Was that a deflection? Mr. Never, we're never changing the name, Daniel Snyder, never. <laughs> Put it in all caps. <laughs> Put it in all caps, dude, never. Uh, and here we are. Got to think of the timing. You know, it, it, it just makes you question it. It, it. How genuine is it? I know Goodell obviously said he you know spoke with Dan uh, about changing the name. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just it makes you question what the motives are. Are they genuine? We have a lot of things in this year. Let's be honest. In this year, part of it, we have the pandemic, right? And there, there's a lot of placation and a lot of symbolic stuff that's like, okay, well, that that's nice on the surface, but what does it actually mean? We're dealing with a lot of what does it actually mean stuff? Or is it just window dressing or is it real change? And it, look, I'm not trying to get into the political argument about all of it. I'm just saying, like, a company doing something to sell some more crap might look good in a PR spin and a commercial and a tweet, but that doesn't mean anything has really changed. It just means how they market to you has changed, okay? And to be a savvy consumer means you need to be able to separate out uh, when somebody's just selling you something on the surface and when somebody actually means something, like, legitimately. So I don't know if this, you know, I mean, Snyder has been fairly defiant for a long time. It's nothing new. So I don't know how genuine this whole name change thing is. But I, it's clear to me that it's going to happen. Those things are set in motion. But what motivated that, right? You know, with all the other stuff that's going on, you have to question what, what's happening with the franchise and the stewardship and the ownership of the franchise. Again, whatever the legacy is and was, if you love that and you loved rooting for the team, you get to a point where you're like, how do I root for you? And it's not just about a name anymore. It's about what you stand for. It's about who you are. It's about the humanity of sports. We talk about sports and the human interest stories and the people involved in it all the time. And if you're that vile, right, if that's your organizational culture, is that you abuse people, what are you? How do you root for that? How do you root for that owner? How do you root for those people? How do you root for those coaches? Again, there's a lot of rumors, and the next couple of weeks are going to be wild, man. I don't know what's going to get substantiated and what's just a rumor. Jay Gruden's side piece. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how real any of that stuff is. What I do know, what I do know, is that organization has a lot of problems, and they're ugly problems. How do you root for that? How do you separate out just the players on the team, particularly if they may have some involvement in the things? How do you do that? I don't know. That's a hard line to walk. Because as much as I might love the franchise of my youth, guess what? The team of my youth is not the team of today. The franchise of my youth is not the franchise of today. 
I love the stories. I love what I fell in love with as a kid. That no longer exists. That team doesn't exist. That franchise doesn't exist. That owner doesn't exist. That organization doesn't exist. I loved a first-class, or a well-run organization. I loved that. That idea of that. That ideal of that. That's long gone. And under Daniel Snyder, I don't know if it's ever coming back. It sure as shit doesn't feel like it. Let me ask you a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you think if it gets substantiated that he knew and did nothing, he's out? If if you can paint a picture where you view the, him as culpable or helping to foster that environment, he's got to go. Got to go. And there are people that go, well, you know, Jeff Bezos owns a Washington Post, maybe a little conspiracy theory. You want to, you know, maybe he wants to buy the team. And so you have this kind of like... You know, this kind of attack on him. I I, <coughs> I don't know if I'm going to buy that. That's not a Rona cough, by the way. <coughs> it's me talking too much. I'm not used to talking as much. and We haven't recorded in a while. And we can have some fun with the Jeff Bezos, Amazon, conspiracy. Maybe he wants to buy the franchise, whatever. Uh, and I, I think I joked around uh, in February or March about that. I'd have to go back and look at the episodes. Well, we talked about that. And I said, yeah, go ahead and buy it. Sell it to that dude. So it's kind of funny to play that angle and say, well, you know, yeah, he owns the Washington Post. It's an attack piece. Um, but it's sad to even feel like that's remotely true. You know, it's still a reflection of what that organization is. Even as a joke. Which is really what they have been and what they are. Toxic or not. If, it, if, if, if they get to a point where it feels like he is culpable and has helped foster this kind of environment, and there are going to be ugly stories about Daniel Snyder. There have been ugly stories about him. For any good that he has done or he and his wife have done, there's ugly stories. Power tripping stuff, asshole kind of leadership, you know, good old boy locker room, whatever kind of junk going on. There's lots of stories that are out there. And I don't know what's going to become real uh, or what is real and what's just speculation, what's just a rumor. We'll see. There's going to be other stuff that comes out. There's going to be negative stories that come out about him and about the team and about the coaches and about the players. So sifting through the rumors and trying to figure out what's real and what's true is going to be very difficult. But clearly when a team has been what they have been for a long period of time, it's easy to believe the worst of it. And that tells you a lot because you don't give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Yeah. You almost go, you almost go, oh, yeah, okay, I can see that. (laughs) It's trash. It's a dumpster fire. Y'all are toxic. No wonder, you know, Scott Wutcherschmidt drank himself into oblivion and got out of there. No wonder. Scott McLuhan. (laughs) Yeah, McLuhan. I mean, it's just. It's not a good look. It's not a good feel. I, it's hard to feel any. It's just. It's just a mess. And um, I know he he hasn't been accused of anything directly, but you know, at some point, how do you not see it? You know. Yeah, that, that one part in the article where there was like, did George Allen? I mean, did George Allen? Did Bruce Allen have anything to do with it, or did he know anything? And the uh, that um, girl said he had to know. I'm 30 feet from him, and he saw me crying every day. Yeah, with Bruce Allen, like yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think this might have been in the works long before maybe it's coming down. I think maybe, maybe Bruce Allen did know something, and this has been the culture shift that they were talking about. Well, getting rid of Bruce Allen, bringing in a coach like 
Well, he said the culture was good. Don't forget that. Bruce Allen, yeah, culture's well, good. Yeah, well, I know, I know, I know. But it really wasn't. And I no. think maybe during that, around that time, is when everything started coming to light. The whole thing with that, um, the personnel guy and the other personnel, man and um, Santos, all this stuff started coming to light. So you bring in a great coach like Rivera, who's no nonsense, not going to put up with it. And here's that culture shift starting to change and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, okay, now now we're at the point where things are starting to creep up slightly. And then last week, because I, I was tall, telling you, why did they fire those two guys? Well, maybe. Yeah, like what was it like a week? A week yeah, we were talking about it, and I totally didn't connect the dots on this. I wasn't no. paying. I wasn't paying a lot of attention. I'm like, ah, oh, well, some you know, some guys are available from Carolina. Maybe they just want to change them out, right? You know, and he, here we go, and you're like, oh, oh okay, no wonder they fired him. Uh, now yeah. we know. Yeah, now we see yeah. it. Yeah, ah. but it's just like I think if the culture shift the way it was coming, if they can weather this storm, get rid of the people. That had such, but well, they're going to have to. They're going to have to to well, I mean, to, to look to, to weather ahead. the storm means they have to because it's going to get bad and there's going to people do not like Daniel Snyder, okay? So your local media, your fan base, people are going to be like fire, you know, fire Dan Snyder, sell the team. They're going to be piling on like there is no tomorrow, okay? Piling on like there's no tomorrow. The the if they want to get into some kind of good graces. They have to deal with it swiftly. They have to deal with it thoroughly, and they have to show that it means something. And they're not just paying lip service or doing something symbolically uh, for people to have any degree of buy-in for an organization that clearly they don't trust. For leadership, they clearly do not trust and do not believe in because of their history, because of their past, because of their actions, because of their incompetence, because of all the stuff that goes into making the or- the Redskins under Dan Snyder what they have fucking become. The only way they get that right is they have to take a goddamn flamethrower and a blowtorch to this thing, and they have to burn that bullshit down. And if that fucker's not willing to do that, and they can't do that within and throughout that organization and get the bad seeds, the bad apples, the bad guys, and the bad people out, you're not earning any trust back. But I think Snyder's got to get up in front of the camera. That's one thing you've never really seen Cam- uh, Snyder do. He can, he's always been he, in the wings. Maybe. Never up front. He's got to be up. He's got to get maybe. up front. And that's that, that's that Mark, you know, that Cuban parallel with what happened with the Mavericks. Okay, yeah. he's gonna have to own part of that, right? And maybe maybe Rivera is the mouthpiece, but whatever it is, however they do it, they have to own it. They got to deal with it, and they have to clean it up. It's and if people and, and if people are guilty, and people did those things, and they've got emails, the and they've got stuff, you got to get them out of there. Mm-hmm. All right, and there, there are NDAs and non-disclosure agreements and other things that are tied into this. Okay, and they had some shisty things going on. There is a Discord. There's a Redskins Discord. Okay, and you got people talking about uh, Gruden doing drugs, having sex parties, pimping out cheerleaders, naked cheerleader photo shoots, selling tickets on StubHub. There's all kinds of stuff, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, all kinds of ridiculousness going on. And again, that's a Discord thread. Maybe it's just rumors. Maybe they're unsubstantiated. Maybe it's all BS. Maybe. Some of it's going to be real. Like and I said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Earlier. Some of it's going to be real. And we'll see how real this gets. So hang on and buckle the fuck up.
And I'm like, I think this name change could be like a new beginning. Uh, they, they they need a lot. They know, they, they, they need a lot, buddy. They need a lot. But the only way in this particular media environment, with a history and a reputation as poor as what it as, as what they have, is if you're going to own it, own the damn thing and get it done. And <laughs> I hope Rivera is the right guy. I want to believe that Rivera is. I want to believe that Rivera is the right guy to help shepherd this organization, whatever they may be named, this team, and this owner through it. I like Rivera. I think Rivera is genuinely a good guy. And I, I think that his background as a person, as a player, as a coach, I think he can handle it. I don't think but, there are a lot of coaches out there that could right, right now. But it's probably a lot more than he may than he, he right. may have signed up for. But I, I, I hope that he can – I'd like to believe that he can handle it and he can deal with it. Uh, but he's probably going to have as many gray hairs as D-Stat by the end of this season. <laughs> You might want to dye his hair purple. Maybe. Yeah, how dare me. Yeah, purple hair. I'll I'll take Ron Rivera. Let me tell you what. If they can clean out the trash and get this ship righted, I'll I'll dye my hair purple right with Ron Rivera to get it done, man. I will. All right, look, it's 3 o'clock. We need to wrap up and get the hell out of here. Did we lose Shannon? What happened to him? He's muted. He's muted? All right. All right, Mark, give me a... I, I ran it a lot on the Redskins. Thanks for trooping through that, Mr. Giants fan. Oh, Mark. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the only way you can come back in. I, I don't know if you know. He, he was snoring for a bit, so I decided to mute uh, him. No, that's fine. That, that was a good call, man. Look, look the lessons from the, from the uh, COVID world in um, you know group call management is if you have a snorer or some somebody like uh, totally messing up the vibe of the room, and you got to boot them and mute them. Mute them and boot them. That's how it goes. You mute them first, and you boot them next. Yeah, somebody booted me earlier, and I had to come back in. I was just relaxing. You needed to be booted. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> hey, where's my blow-up doll? Oh, shit, would I say that out loud? <laughs> Sad but true. Yes, you did. <laughs> hey. Hey. 28. That's <laughs> it, too. Uh, Mark, you got wrap-up thoughts, walk-off thoughts for, for us? Um, excited sorry. to see some baseball. There'll be a uh, Mets Yankees uh, exhibition games both Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Nice. Um, so that'll, that'll be a fun you know, introduction. Again, exhibition. You know, they're not going to count towards the record, but it'll be good to see some baseball. And uh, yeah, uh, we're uh, going to have some real sports here in the uh, upcoming you know, a little over a week. Woo! Uh, be interesting to see how that uh, all goes. Fingers right crossed. Randy, you got some wrap up uh, walk off thoughts for us there. Uh, it's definitely been a shit show of a year, but yeah. obviously getting back to this, knocking off the rust has been great. Good. It's always good, uh, bullshitting with you fuckers and doing some <laughs> crazy shit like we always do. Um, like Mark said, we're getting some sports back, so that's always good. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see what happens with the NFL. Um, I, unfortunately I think college football may not happen this year. At least it seems like that's what they're leaning towards. And I know I feel bad for Shannon for that. Yeah. But you know, this, this, uh, this pandemic, man, and people, if people just would wear their fucking mask, this wouldn't be this big of an issue, but you know, that's just how it is. Unfortunately, <laughs> mask up you bastards. <laughs> By the way, I got a green Bay mask for you. Uh, Justin. Oh, good. 
I appreciate that, considering well, I got, that... Hmm? I got one for Dad, me, and you. So. Aw. Thanks. Is that your wrap-up thought in your, your walk-off thought? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm ready for baseball, too. Oh, okay. Already getting ready for baseball. C.S. Pettis is an everyday D.H., Yes. Yeah. I, Get it back in the lineup. Yes, I'm very happy. I look, songs that won't songs right. that won't be played at FedEx this year. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. You know, actually, number one song that maybe can't be played at FedEx this year. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Definitely can't do it. 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 You know what? You, you know what is probably going to be played the 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 FedEx official soundtrack this year. What? Yeah. Oh. Those are breaks. Did Shannon show back up yet? Nah, I couldn't get him back. I think he might pass right back out. He may have. Wasn't me. Yep. That seems like the Redskins anthem this year. Great. <laughs> Lucky me. <Hey. laughs> what? There's a certain Tony Bruno. Uh... There's a certainly Tony Bruno thingamajig. Wow, that's really helpful. You know what? I I I love deep insight like that. Just into the unknown. I didn't know she was. I didn't know she was talking about sound bites, but clearly. You know the Tony Bruno soundbite. You can't be playing that at FedEx Field. Inconceivable! Oh God. Hey, hey, Matt. Did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean this one? Great ass! <laughs> That's yeah, another one. They can't play that one. I could not fit one more thing inside of me. Can't, can't, can't play that one either. No. No, they they got to clean it up and clean it out, and and I it, you know if, if depending on how far that goes and how high up the food, I mean whatever. There's a lot of layers to that, but I I have no love for Dan Snyder anyway, and believe me, I, I I'm certainly not the only fan struggling as they may be with what that organization has become, but if that gets them the hell out of there, so be it. Then. That's its own kind of victory, particularly if that's how the organization has been and may continue to be under him. Get him the hell out. I don't have time for that. How do you how do you root for that? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Get that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that another song you can't play up there. To... <laughs> there she go. There she go. What was that song, man? Mystical. Come well, on. I man. know it's I know it's mystical, jackass. I know that. Was it on Ghetto Fabulous? I think it was. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. I, it's it's mystical. I remember that for sure. I don't remember the name of the song. That's the problem. 
I'm the round at the tank. Yeah. The corona. Oh, the, the corona out the tank. Come on, man. Why are you doing that to me? Stop. All right, we're gonna stop with mystical. That that's a tangent. Mark needs to go to sleep. He needs his beauty rest. Come on. Yeah, we ain't got all day. Yeah, we don't have that. Anyway, uh, look, as, as always, thanks for uh, tolerating us and putting up with us here at the Sports Brew. Um, we covered a lot of territory tonight. We didn't cover all the territory we wanted, rest assured. And I can't believe we actually had a ra rather uh, significant segment on the WNBA. But that's how weird the coronavirus world is. But no, I, all that stuff is relevant and applicable for what the athletes are going to go through. And I, I'm sure that's not the face of sports that she wanted to be, but that's the face of sports that she is and the challenge that she's facing. And she's not alone. Bless so. her heart. Yeah, bless her heart, right? And not not the sarcastic "f you," bless her heart, like the actual genuine one. Um, but it, it, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be it's going to be really hard uh, to navigate the next two months, three months, six months, whatever it is, until we right this ship. And um, you know, we love sports, and uh, we talk about a lot of team sports, and that's what we're looking at, man. It's a team game, dude. So get with it, y'all. Because <laughs> I'd love to be able to enjoy sports again, and I'd like to be able to go to work normally, <laughs> and I'd like to be able to send my kids to school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we can't. Like at the moment, like the next, the next, the first half of the year, like our school district is all virtual, so one of us has to be home with the kids. Um, I love them. It's it's not a complaint. It's just it's just it's going to be a strange time, and you know, hashtag first world problems, I guess. But public um, service announcement. Announcement. Yeah. Jimmy G, stay out of the porn clubs. <laughs> Your team needs you. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Typical fail horn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Mark got the first fail tonight, but God bless if Whitfield didn't get the last. <laughs> Good enough. Fucking whore. Whoa. Well, as always, you know what we have a lot, you know, on Sports Brew. Lots of cunts. Yeah, that's about right. But uh, look, keywords of Sports and Brew, as always, um, you can find us on Facebook. Keywords of Sports, Sports Brew. That's how you can track us down, whether it's our feed on Podbeam, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio. iTunes, .com, um <laughs> and some other services as well. Google Play, I'm forgetting a couple of them. But our, our, not on Pornhub. That's just Whitfield and this <laughs> blow-up doll. Um, rubbing the rubbing, <laughs> rubbing the die out of the chair. That's how it goes. But uh, as always, thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. I know that that was an, a strange journey for our Welcome Back podcast, but we hope you had some laughs. We certainly did, and then we got very serious. So we covered a lot of territory, but uh, you know, it was it was good to catch up with all you guys and hang out and drink. I can't believe I did three Maker's Marks and Coke. That was dangerous, but I made it through the podcast, and I remember everything. Thank I'll know more when I go back to listen to it tomorrow and, and, and write, do the write-up. But uh, it's great to catch up with you guys. I'm sorry Shannon couldn't make it all the way through, but that's okay. Much like the Wildcats, I'm happy when he comes up short. Um, but, from all, but, but from all of us to all of you, enjoy the sports that we do have. Here's looking forward to more. And uh, try not to be a total mask hole, y'all. Uh, let's, get, let, let's get this figured out. None of us are going to sing Imagine to you, okay? We're not going to torture you with that. But, you know. Imagine there's no people. No, 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 just stop. Terrible. Oh, my God. That's painful. I dreamed a dream that you never sang again. 
just mutant boot. Yeah, <laughs> mutant boot. That's <laughs> gonna be the hashtag. Line, like it's like the seventh inning in a Red Sox game. That's better. I dreamed a dream that we said good night. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> good night now. Yeah. So from all of us to all of you. <laughs> that was from all of us just to you. <laughs> but anyway, and, uh, yeah, have a great night. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. And uh, we're, we'll, we'll get through it. Just try not to be a knucklehead, okay? All right. Seen another five months. <laughs> no, it won't be that long. <laughs> probably, probably two weeks. Probably two weeks. <laughs> I think. Roughly. <laughs> Unless we're all in quarantine lockdown again. So, And then I'll need something else to make me mad, and then we'll record again. There'll probably be something else stupid that comes out about the Redskins that'll piss me off, and I'll feel compelled that we need to get together, hang out, and drink and record. Could be. Donovan McNabb has put in a bid to buy no. the Redskins. No McNabb. No, <laughs> no McNabb. And nothing about that ass bag, Albert Hainsworth. No McNabb, no Hainsworth. They're they're <laughs> off they're off the menu. Okay. Anyway, from all of us, all of you, stay safe, stay vigilant, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Peace out. Thanks, y'all, and peace out. Nice night. Good night now. Night night. See ya. Late. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, oh, I can't believe Shannon like, did that. He was he was proud of him. Oh, God, yes. Shannon hit the end of the road before any of us did. God, well, you know. Now yeah, that, good job. He needed it. Yeah, now that he no longer has. We all did it. Now that he's got three women in his household, yeah, he probably yeah. needed some extra drinks. Yes. <laughs> fully, fully computed enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Poor Shannon. I can see him now. Oh. I had to go in the store and had to pick up something. No! Amber, you go get it. Uh, look, let me tell you what, man. Uh, uh, that's just a yeah, good husband, good boyfriend, good, good, good dad. Whatever you go and you pick oh, them yeah. up. Oh, just, oh, get, yeah. just get it done, man. <laughs> get it done. Get it right. Get in. Get out. Get home. Good enough. <laughs> anyway, all right, friends. Get some rest, and uh, we'll catch you a little bit later. But it is definitely the end of the road for us tonight. So, good night, y'all. I miss you assholes Back at you sir (laughs) I feel like I actually want to listen to this song for a moment It's been so long since I've listened to it With us doing stupid crap on the sports brew Yeah, I wonder if Ivanka has let go of that can of Goya beans yet. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag just saying. (laughs) Oh Lord, he's gonna get beat in November. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hey, 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 hey. Too direct. You need better jokes. Need better jokes. Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, on that note, goodbye and good night now. <laughs> What's the difference between a goya bean, goya bean and a chickpea? <laughs> what? Uh, Trump's never had a goya bean on his face. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I actually have a song where they sampled that. <laughs> no, seriously, check this out. Didn't you like that though? Oh my god! I can't believe we just somehow did a mashup with Trump, Snoop Dogg, and Gin and Juice. I mean, that's the holy trifecta, right? <laughs> chickpea, a chickpea on your face? Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord. Oh baby, I feel the warmth. <laughs> Somehow. Mm. Okay. All right, Team Golden Showers. I've had enough of you. Mute, mute, and boot, and good night now. That's it. Goodbye. Woodfield's new theme song. Oh, God. All right. Uh, one more time before we hit the road, because I'm going to go water some trees, too. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. All right, good night, y'all. Get some rest. Catch you All later. Right. I'm gonna go All right, good night, man. See you. <laughs>